Check, check, check. One, two, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Check, check. All right, perfect. We back, we here, we live. Can, can you reach? Can you reach? Yeah, put this up here. Yeah, there we go. All right, we stepping our game up here, man. It's, uh, what is this? Probably episode, I want to say 13. I love that you never know which episode we on. Yeah, I want to apologize. I'm terrible at math, so I called episode 11. Our See, this is why... For my podcast, I didn't try to keep up with the episodes. People like numbers, man. I just like to title, detailed descriptions of the thing. So what you mean to tell me is when you have kids, you're not going to all name them Phil the first, Phil the second. You're just going to be like, Phil the Might greatest, give Phil them the second greatest. <laughs> Might just give them numbers and see what they turn out to be. <laughs> Do that shit like George Foreman. That's what I'm saying. Remember George Foreman had George George one, George two, George three. Through the Did eight. he even name the girl George? Georgina. Georgina. George Foreman's a wild man. Georgina or George. His wife probably tried to say, like, nah, you ain't doing that. Cause don't you feel like as a dude, don't you feel like you should let your wife name the yeah. kid? Yeah. Feel like it's kind of selfish too. At least one. If it's a girl. At least I feel like women get the first name, we get the middle name. If we're lucky, yeah, yeah. No, my, my my son has the the male version of my wife's name. Okay, yeah. So it's like you know Christopher or whatever. Gotcha. Um, yeah, a lot of people like to do that. Everyone in my family, well, my brothers and sisters, because I don't have kids. Uh, <laughs> in case the child support folks is listening, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah everyone in my family is A's. It's uh, Aaron. Ariana, Adriana, Ariel, and then me, Phil. That is just like, all right. What happened there? What, what, what? My mother's a P name, so I guess she went with that. So just like, out. all right, this is the one for some reason, and I'm the middle child, so I guess it makes sense to break the pattern. Right. Well, I pro- hey, listen, y'all walked right in on the conversation. Welcome to another episode of But I Don't Know, though. I'm your co-host, uh, Mr. Avery Mason, uh, comedian, actor, and soon-to-be uh, doing a show near you, along with Phil. The Ms. co-host here. Uh, yeah, we, we got new ventures starting. Uh, I'm going to try to branch out here, expand the brand, uh, do a live show for you guys now that live shows are back able to happen. Most of you should be vaccinated by now, or if not, pretending to be vaccinated. You can come, just wear your mask. Are the strip clubs open yet in New strip York? Strip clubs never, I don't, yeah, they open. The, the one right over there, right by LOL, is open on the corner. Interesting. They call it a gentleman's club. I don't know it why. used to be you couldn't touch the strippers. Now it's like, hey, hey, don't touch me, you <laughs> unmaskless lady. So, yeah, also, yeah, that used to be the rule, right? Yeah, throw thing. you out for touching the strippers. And- also, happy pride to everybody who's celebrating. Uh, there was a lot of people out there in Times Square yesterday. A lot of people, not a lot of clothes being worn. Yeah, it's hot. It is 90 degree oh, weather. And it they was defense. hot. It was hot. And they defense is very mm. fucking hot, man. I mean, we we going through a bit of a heat wave right now. I'm not sure where everybody listening or not, but uh, but a shout out to everybody in Germany. By the way, we got German listeners. Bro. Okay, awesome. Yeah, shout you know, out to everybody you know, in Germany. Y'all not dealing with this heat wave. We I are, wish I knew cooking. a little bit of German. Um, Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, what does that mean? Goodbye. 
Uh, sound like, but I don't know though. That's that was your tone. <laughs> that was yeah, a, your tone was yeah, great, was. but I don't know though. <laughs> Not really sure. I probably offended a whole segment of Germans. Uh, Voulez-vous allez va? Is that is that no? That's French. That sounds like the Swiss Beach remix. That's the uh, you know the uh, what is it? The Lady Marmalade, right? Nah, Swiss Beach remix. Voulez-vous Little Wayne? Voulez-vous. Nah, so you thinking of that joint? I'm talking about remember the joint back in the day with oh, all Lady, the ladies, Lady, Mar- Lady Marmalade, Marmalade with, uh, with uh, Christina Aguilera and not uh, Patty Labelle. You talking about the Maya and all them? Remember they did it like a modern version. Obviously, there's right, one right. from back in the day or whatever. And, right. I forgot what somebody told me it means. It means like, would you like to sleep with me or something like that? That's accurate. That's exactly what it is. Would you like to spend the night? Right. But it's in French, I think. And my yeah. dumbass just sat here and said, well, "Is that German?" <laughs> nah, that was uh. So Angie Martinez, the brat, Missy Elliott. Nah. Little Kim. You thinking of the wrong lady joint, That's ladies. Bro. Oh, that's ladies that's night. That's ladies oh, night. This was oh, Christina, Lil' Kim, Maya Pink, Lady Marmalade that they had did in like the oh, late 90s, early oh, 2000s. Oh, right, right, right. When they did the, when they rebooted Chicago. Oh, matter of fact, the shit won a Grammy Award. It did, yes, yeah. yeah they for rebooted Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, now I remember. Grammy for Best Pop Compilation. So yeah, once, Moulin Rouge. Yeah, once you, once that's it, what it was once called. Moulin Rouge. There you go. Once a DJ, it was a DJ. I knew it was something, but I forgot because it, it had been a lot of female collaborations. Yeah, but that that, that was uh, back in the day. You talking about yeah, Ladies Night. Yeah. I remember that one too. But Ladies Night. That's what? a whole nother one. Must be Angie on the mic. Whole nother one. Yeah. God bless when Angie Martinez tried to rap. You know, in her defense, you know what? She had the right voice for it, just not the lyrical content. Well, all you need at a point is connections. If you can get Jay-Z on a song, I mean, you got to at least go gold, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure people were writing stuff for her, too. I didn't look into it, but I'm positive they had that shit. Yeah, that, I'm pretty sure she said that. And even she, like, cringes when you bring that up. Yeah, she now. does. She does. She's she like, on yeah. now. She did two, two albums, yeah, though. Two cringe know. albums. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. You know, she made her money. Right. I mean, I ain't mad at her, man. But how, how was your week, Phil, man? We get to my talk week about was it. good, man. What I was doing? down in uh, Miami for my birthday, man. Down in the DMs, huh? So it took a little break. I realized, like, yo, this is the first time I've traveled that didn't have nothing to do with comedy in, like, 10 years. Yeah. So few people was texting me while I was down and like, yo, you know, you could hit this producer up, you could holler at this one, holler at that one about getting on the uh, show or whatever, and I'm like, I'm good, like, yeah, I've done enough comedy. I'm chilling. And this break really helps, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> to really just mellow me out, and I mean, I guess we'll talk about it at some point, but I finally achieved my last goal of my... New York comedy conquest. Oh. So I felt very relieved as to hey, like, all right, man. well, you know, know. We, we, we've accomplished the goals. We came to New York. We came. We saw. We conquered. Are you about to leave? So I got to sit there and just no. I gotta make new goals now. Okay. Because you go, oh shit! I was thinking very small. All right, I got a goal for you if you want it. I got you a goal. Get them to make a sitcom about your life. That's that's the next goal for you. You know, Kenya Barris did it, and now Phil Hunt's gonna write something like that, and it's it's gonna. Feel like they don't let black comics talk about their life, like autobiographical, right? Yes. So who yeah. who who really talked about stand up? Like Seinfeld just got to be Seinfeld, right? Yeah. 
Remember, even in the middle of him driving around the city and stuff, he would be on stage yeah, yeah, yeah. doing his uh, stand-up. Right. And I can't say there's like a black comedian equivalent to that. Then there's Louis even, that, you know, Louis mobbed around doing his stand-up and raising his daughters. I will, I will say maybe the closest I feel like we came to that was Everybody Hates Chris. And I know you're going to say that's a sitcom, but... It's autobiographical, and it actually had stuff in there. That well, they're all sitcoms, and, and yeah, you're right, but he was a kid, so yeah. I'm saying, like, a lot of these dudes get to play themselves. Even, I think, uh, Mulaney, John Mulaney, yeah, had a show yeah, yeah. that wasn't on for long, and he was kind of doing a Seinfeld thing or going up on stage or whatever and different stuff. Yeah. Uh, I guess the closest for black comic would be Martin. Yeah, Martin. And, but Martin yeah, was but a radio host. It, yeah, he was a radio host. Which felt comedy adjacent, but not. He yeah. didn't get to play himself, yeah, which, he, was, which was weird, you know. He hosted a TV show towards the end of the, sh- the run, but he never got to Because even the choice to, uh, like, how his name is Martin Payne on there is like, even kind of yeah, strange. Because yeah, 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 it's yeah. like, why wouldn't you just be Martin Lawrence <laughs> Martin Lawrence, playing your, yourself? Your first name, you <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, Jerry Seinfeld was just Seinfeld. Yeah, like, he was Jerry. I do wish they did a crossover episode when those two shows were hot. I think that would have been fun. Martin and Seinfeld? Yeah, you get, you know, Big Shirley mixed in with, you know, Cole and Kramer together, busting in the door, brother man breaking in, you know what yeah, I mean? Kramer comes in, he's like, oh, I met this new girl. I'm Shirley. Big girl. Fix it is. Pam and Gina with Elaine. Mm-hmm. That would have been that fun. Been, that would have been funny. Just that would have been fun. It. And like I said, Kramer with Tommy. Come oh, on, man. man. R.I.P. Kramer, because yeah. uh, R.I.P. Tommy. The Ooh. last, well, seriously, R.I.P. Tommy and yeah. R.I.P. Kramer to your career and reputation after he had he's that Laugh right. Factory outburst. Bro, he's all right. <laughs> he's all right. Because guess what? Them residual checks yeah. off, off of all he did. He was on every single episode of Seinfeld. Them residual checks are keeping him. Oh, afloat, I mean, I you know. know. That's but 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 I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm like, he's done. Done. What even done. happened there? It's so crazy. Uh, I guess. We should bring you guys up to speed in case you forgot. Y'all may not remember Kramer, this one. AKA, was it Michael Richards? Michael Richards. Went on stage at the Laugh Factory, probably what, two, 2004? I feel like it's 03, 04, yeah. Maybe 06 is just pre social media ever. Oh, he missed the bullet. Oof. But TMZ called his ass and went on a rant, you know, saying the N word, nigga this and nigga that. And what, what, what he's. It, after the nigga was worse than what he said before yeah. saying the N word. Let's just expand on that, right? He was doing stand up and he was being heckled by these two black guys that were in there and they. They wouldn't stop. You know how black folks are. They want to be a part of the show. <laughs> ah, nigga, you not funny. Ah. So they they didn't stop. So he got frustrated. And he's like, 50 years ago, you've been upside down with a fork in your ass. And I was like, what? And he said, yeah, we just stuck a bone through your nose <laughs> yeah. and dragged you by a truck. We said, whoa, 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 whoa Kramer. A little, little harsh, buddy. The hell he's is like, going oh, on? What did he say? Let's open it up to... Where like, George and Jerry at? Hey, come get this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to say the word that everyone's afraid of. Nigga, 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 Like I said, he apologized, but the apology, like I said, the stuff he said after the N-word was worse because yeah, he was like, damn, he's doubling yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn Well, the heckless was like, hey, man, that's wrong, dog. That, that's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then all when, the people started getting up and leaving, right? Hey, well, comedy's hard. Hard people. That's the thing about stand-up. You get some of these actors that try to, you know, 
spin out and do stand up, and I know I'm, that's a touchy subject for Avery Mason. I was because, not. I was doing comedy. He's an actor, comedian. No, actor. I was. I, no, 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 no. I was. I was. Comedy came first. Mm-hmm. So I've been through those pitfalls. So when I go up there now, as a matter of fact, I had some white guy heckling me. I think mm-hmm. I might have told you about this. At LOL doing a great show. I'm in two jokes in, and the crowd they're bouncing off the walls. They love me. Yeah. They want to hear what I got to say. This white guy just drunk. Okay, and I started saying, okay, he, he's, you know, I've messed around with it. He, he's so drunk, he thinks he's watching an episode of Power right now. Mm-hmm. You, you know, well, I thought this guy was supposed to be dead. Well, you know, <laughs> throw a few softballs out there, and he just kept going. He yeah. wouldn't stop. And he was speaking Savetka. Yeah, no, I think he was, <laughs> I think he was speaking, yeah. Might have been Svetka, might have been, uh, you know, what's the other speaking one? Speaking Grey Goose. Yeah, Bacardi. Speaking Top Shelf. So his girl sitting next to him, I try to bring her into it. She's just on her phone texting. Hilarious. I'm just like, all right, so I'm going to have to go in on this guy, getting ready to really light him up, and then there's a black dude in the back. The crowd was on my side. Let me make that clear. The crowd was on my side. So when he didn't stop, the black dude in the back, tropical shirt, wearing linen pants, looked straight out of a 90s Jay-Z video. White guys like, eh, and black guys, yo, man. Shut the fuck up. And then, <laughs> then I was like, then I got scared for him. Because I'm like, you know, this white boy, one of white boys, that, he, he said, his response, and I quote, was, bring it on. I'm like, you see, <laughs> bring it on, bro. You think this is diehard? You, one of you, those. You're going to die. And I was like. got to be careful because you catch one of these foreign white guys nah, man. from them third world countries. They ready to fight. Nah, this was a New York white boy. So he was just really drunk after the show. I had to kind of defuse it because they, they really was going to beat him up. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you don't up. you don't want to end up on World Star. This guy is serious. Yeah. And then after the show, we out there thanking people. He come up to me, hey, bro, you guys are really funny, man. Yeah, man. Sometimes was... they might be drunk, but they're not actually heckling. They just, you know, you're inebriated. You need to open your mouth and get some air. <laughs> so <laughs> you ain't even responsible for what comes out. <laughs> So, yeah, at a point, it's like, yeah, so, and not every drunk person's a threat. Nah, some of them just really, really drunk, but uh, Michael Rich is really effed that up, huh? Yeah, but like you said, hey, residual checks is coming in. It is what it is. It's, it's stand-up, stand-up's a hard sport. Yeah. Everything's live. You can't, like, edit nothing out. Nope, it's not TikTok. None of that shit, so. You gotta be it in it. It is what it is, you know. But uh, how else is Miami? You just chilled? You just... Chilled, laid up on the beach, ran my feet through some sand. I should have got a pedicure when I went down there, man. Damn, Damn. I was bugging. Yeah, you you know what? I'm looking at you. You look like you're my shade right now, which is new for me because I'm typically the darkest one in the room. And I came Mm -hmm. in here and I felt a chill. And I was like, okay, so. Yeah, we're shade of two darker. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like that TV show Highlander, you know? They can be only one. They can't be more than one. That's what's funny is actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> One dark skinned guy in here, you know. We got. I seen a black girl down there putting on sunscreen, and I'm just like, what is really going on? <laughs> uh, she was a member of the light skinned community, so. Oh, okay, they, no, they they, do yeah, that. she got to put these SPF 30 because mm-hmm. she got 20 percent white in her. She got to cover that with 30 percent. I went out there and laid out, and I was good. Everybody's naked in South Florida. Uh, Nate, what do you mean, not wearing masks or just? All of it, not wearing masks, not wearing pants. Which I'm not necessarily complaining about, you know. All the women was naked. But it goes both ways, don't it? Not really. The dudes, you might be topless, but you ain't bottomless. And then, you know, some dudes go hard with the bikini draws. And you're like, oh, I forget those even exist. (laughs) All right, Michael Phelps, I see you. 
He wear the speedos. Yeah, he some a of them boys had the speedos on, and like I said, the ladies, you know, of all shapes and sizes. Like, awesome. you know, we like to think that bodies are sexual, right. but you get into the deep, dirty South where it's hot. And you know, I grew up down in South Georgia, an hour from Florida, so I had forgot. It's been a minute since I've been down there, and I've been to Tallahassee, been to Orlando, never been to Miami. So I said, let me go. But yeah, all the girls. Small, mediums, and uh, large, largest, extra larges was all right. had on the two piece bikini. I said, Okay, word, let it all hang word, out. Word. Why not? Bend over, show the world, right? Show them what you're working with. Yeah, I started understanding why Uncle Luke used to rap like that, you know. Hilarious. When he would just be yelling out wild shit, Can a nigga get a table dance? <laughs> put it, well, who's the one that put him on the glass? That was Hammer, right? Yeah. Put I, him on the glass. And, and pop that pussy, you going, oh, it's it's 95 degrees. This man has some pent-up aggression, and then a girl just walked past. And even like the 69 boys in them, you know, that Tootsie Roll, right? Yeah, cotton candy sweetened low? Sweetened gold? Sweet gold? I don't know. I Let me know. see that, that Tootsie, Tootsie Roll. To the left, to the left. So, no. yeah, that, that was why all the Miami rappers sounded like that. Because <laughs> everybody down there just naked. How, how do you think up, they came up with some of those songs? You just think they sat there with their boys one day looking at women and just was like, hey, put them on the glass. Hey, let me see it to the left, uh, mm-hmm. to the right. And they was like, you know what? Write that down. Like, write that down. That might and be... what was the other one? Uh, me So Horny. Yeah, Me So like, Horny. Yeah, I guess you are. If you've been out here. Here on the, on the strip. South Beach at the strip all day, and all these chicks is just walking by with their ass out. It's mm-hmm. like, you know what? This is a beautiful place, man. And, and I feel like that's one of those places you got to go with your boys. You can't yeah. go there with you know your significant other because you're gonna get in trouble. It's There's really, a lot to look at. Really hot down there too. I can, Jesus I can Jesus so. Christ. Yeah, I know that's right. It was nighttime and you were sweating. That like, heat followed you up here. You, you brought that heat up here. Hilarious. We deal with 100 degrees right now, Phil. Yeah. Not a game, man. So you just you spend your whole time on the beach, just yeah. I really just race. chilled out for four days and just. Y'all, y'all can't see this, but Phil, Phil got tan lines. He had that same white beater on I, on the I beach. Drank he drank a lot, and yeah, he got so tan lines. Now I'm on a uh, no drinking <laughs> kick here because I, I feel like I went over the limit. Oh please, you only live once, you know. Nah, that's man. fair enough. Yeah, man. So how much drinking were you doing? Like, what's a lot, enough. Like I wasn't drunk. drunk Not beer. You know your limit. Nah, nah oh no liquor, beer. liquor, liquor. You know they slick down there too. So that bars close at eight o'clock, or the liquor store closes at eight. Ah. So I fucked around, slept in the hotel till about nine thirty. Woke up, went downstairs. Like where that liquor store that was just down here, and the door was locked. And like, yep. You know, trying to make people go to the bar after yeah, a certain time. Yeah, a little time. handshake deal. It's like, all right, that makes sense. Y'all got me this first night, but you won't get me the second. Second, I woke up at like 8 a.m. The liquor store was already open. Bought me a nice big bottle of Ciroc for the birthday. There you go. Shouts out to Diddy. We're going to try to get Ciroc to sponsor us. So you're not, well, hold on. You're not going to just glaze over that. If y'all didn't hear Phil, it was his birthday. I did not know. He kind of keeps it on the low. I mean... We're not supposed to know other people's birthdays. Social media make us feel like we do. Should. Yeah. But I found out, and I hit him with the quick happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? I would have hit him off with a little bottle or something too if I'd have known. It's all good. Remember pre-social media when only, like, your four friends knew your birthday? I do remember that. And now you get people hit you up from you ain't seen in six years. Hey, happy birthday. You know, I had a friend do that to me, too, on Facebook. Somebody I hadn't talked to in years. It's a little strange. He remembered it was my birthday, but he didn't remember he owed me $50, which really bothered me. 
That really fucking bothered uh, me. Yeah, and see, that's what I was you gonna say. Some, some of the shit. Hey, man, you turned twenty-five. Yeah, congratulations. Hey, twenty-five times two is fifty. You owe me fifty dollars every year. You said be happy birthday greetings, but you never remember <laughs> that fifty I, I helped you out with when you needed it. And sometimes that's it, right? You you see hey, that man. message on top of that other message and go. Didn't I? Didn't I ask this motherfucker something? Yeah. A month ago. Yeah. Left you on Not that it's important. We appreciate the sentiment, but at the same time, if you owe somebody money, yeah, don't you disappear. Probably skip out on that birthday. I don't need a birthday. Or try either. to, you know, repay them. Try to give them ten dollars every birthday for five birthdays. Then pay it off, and then it feels like you know. You know what? If I got ten dollars, if somebody owed me money, fifty dollars, if this guy sent me ten dollars every year, I feel really a lot better about it. I right, would. right. It's like, hey, I'm gonna do what I can. You ten dollars, oh man, he remembered and get another. Oh, he really remembered. People just want you to do what you can. Where, do you remember, where did you stay when you was in Miami? Where did I stay? You remember the hotel? You want to shout them out? Uh, uh, Waldorf Towers. So they, they was cool. You know? That's right on the beach, ain't it? Yeah, it was right off the beach, man. I'm sure I got a nice deal for the COVID discount. Because, you, you know, yeah, you know, COVID, there's nobody really traveling. So I got the tickets like two months ago. Hey, and I'm glad I did because I feel like they would have went back up those prices. Yeah, and nobody down there was wearing fucking masks. Nobody which was, was actually a relief to see. Really? Yeah, because in New York, I think we got, um, what's the word, like very, we had so many people catch COVID or that we lost to COVID, RIP, that I feel like it almost uh, gave us just a very one-sided view on the thing where we're like, it's the most serious thing ever. Don't, under any circumstances, take your mask off. And then, you know, down there, it's already 98 degrees, so you don't really yeah, want to have... The the sun might just melt your damn mask off. Or melt it into your skin, yeah. And even some of these girls in bikinis, maybe there was a one-piece, and in the midsection just melted away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now that I think about it. But, yeah, man, it's it was good to see. Like, okay. we're coming back to normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. As serious as COVID is, you know, I don't want people to think... I'm an anti-masker or nothing, but I will say the mask is fucking annoying, especially in the heat. You, you, at least you can admit, some people won't admit that the mask is annoying. Yeah, I'll annoying. admit that the mask is annoying, um, but I, I was in Georgia about the same time you were in Miami. Ooh, yeah, you was hot too. Oh my God. I thank God for central air conditioning. But the same thing, when we went down there, not a lot of people wearing masks, and it wasn't... Mm-hmm. You know, they just, it wasn't that they didn't take it serious. I got the impression that it was more like, well, I'm not really around that many people. Yeah, there's less people out there. So at a point, it's like, all right, unless y'all was building a, building a hospital on the beach, you wouldn't understand it. In New York, I walked, I drove past Central Park and saw them building yeah. a hospital. And you think, yeah. if I catch this shit, they're going to put me in Central they, Park? They got a bed for you. Motherfucker, take me to the real hospital. <laughs> the fuck? They're going to take you to the boat. And yeah, they was throwing bodies in the back of the uh, trucks and yeah, all that. Bad. We saw it, it you know bad. what I mean? And we, we all live on top of each other on the train, which, roommates. Which is exactly why people are more serious about wearing masks. Yeah, than it makes else. sense yeah. at a point. But I got to tell you this funny story about what happened in Georgia. So, you know, me and my wife and my kid, we're waiting for an elevator. And what had been happening to that point was when people saw you were wearing masks and they weren't, they wouldn't get on the elevator. Yeah. You did, all right, go ahead, we'll wait for the next one. It was just like a courtesy. It wasn't nothing. Right. So we get an elevator. There's two white people on there. These two younger and this one older, older white lady. Dove and they there. Like, oh, you know what? 
we'll just wait for the next one. And they're telling us, no, 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 you can come on. And we're like, no, no, it's all right. We'll just wait for the next one. So the older white lady, she gets off and she's like, well, if, if, I don't want to ride with them on the elevator either. And I look at this bitch like, no, what the, why? Why? <laughs> why you have to say anything? Just get on and just go. Nobody was saying nothing to you. Have to, well, I don't want to ride with them either. We didn't, why you take it there? We didn't and did say you that. say anything back? Well, no, she got on. I didn't say shit because I'm just like, at this point, she about five years from dying anyway. So yeah. what difference does it make? But I just felt like she remembered some old racism. It felt that way to Oh, me. yeah. People forget Atlanta is in Georgia. Yeah. And, and, yeah, you know, it's part of the Confederacy. They're still mad about Stone that. Stone Mountain, Georgia. The second you step out of Atlanta, you step off into Stone Mountain. And then, yeah, it gets different. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's some you people You know the history of Stone and... Mountain? You know who Stone Mountain's named after? Nope. Confederate General. Old Robert Stonewall. Stonewall Jackson. Jackson, yes. Stonewall. Old Stonewall. Jackson, that's yeah, who they named so, it after. Yeah, you know, people forget that because, you know, Atlanta is black Hollywood and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. I'm just like, other than that, I was in uh, Mableton. It was Tell great. You a funny ass story. Shout out to the Hampton Inns and Suites for taking care of me and the family, man. I really Tell appreciate you. Funny ass story about Georgia and Atlanta in particular, right? Because Atlanta, Atlanta wasn't always Atlanta, right? Mm -hmm. So I had an uncle, RIP, passed away. Um, Babyface. Mm -hmm. Babyface is from Indianapolis. Uh, for those of you listening, the great singer Babyface, uh, Kenneth Edmonds is his real name. Yeah. Um, he's from Indianapolis. There's a highway in Indianapolis named after him. Um, my uncle always would tell us, my uncle Gregory would say, they went to high school together. My uncle Gregory would always brag, I th I'm the one that taught that motherfucker how to hold a note. Right over there at Broad Ripple High School in the bathroom. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the story was that, you know, Babyface had asked him pretty much, hey, man, you know, in the 80s, early 80s, 1980-ish, hey, man, I'm going down to Atlanta to sing, da-da-da-da, you should come down there with me. This motherfucker. And you know, you know he wasn't lying, my uncle, because he would tell you, and my ass gonna say, hell no, man, I ain't going down to Georgia with them crackers. <laughs> they already racist here in Indiana. How, you, how racist they gonna be down there? And it's hot. <laughs> and you know, at the time, wasn't nothing there. But he told him, you know, I'm gonna stay here with my brothers yeah. and hold it down in Indianapolis. Hold it down. And it just is funny because you could see as he would tell us the story. He fucked up. Because <laughs> Babyface went to Atlanta in 82-ish. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they pretty much turned that place into a powerhouse. Yep. TLC, Dallas, Austin, that whole family. Jermaine Dupree, L.A. Reid, all of those motherfuckers made it a place to be. And, I mean, I guess... had a job on the board. Right. When I moved down there, it was outcast. And when I was a kid... He has a brother, Babyface. What is the brother's name? If his name is oh, Kenneth. Oh, yeah. You know, brother Kenneth Babyface Evans. The brother is... Fuck, I can't think of his name. Wait. I want to say Melvin. But yeah, Melvin sounds I right. I could be wrong. Melvin sounds right. Kenneth. Look it up. Kenny. Kenneth. Kenny Edmonds. Yeah, they had a group, right? It was Fuck, I think it's Kevin. It's Kevin. Kevin Edmonds? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Anyway... The brother was in After 7, that group After 7. Yes, they had a few hits. They did. I can remember being a baby, like a toddler, young, real kid, and being over in the projects that my grandmother lived in and uh, seeing the limo and then being like, oh, that's after seven. They're out there, you know. 
Kenny, Melvin, and all them, and I think he has an older brother too. Oh, Kevon, Kevon Edmonds. Yeah, Kevon. But yeah, Kev, Kevin, Kevon had a hit too. So yeah, he did. Yeah, wow. My uncle fucked up. <laughs> it's part of the reason I said, hey. Let me get my ass on out to New York and see what's happening. Because, yeah, my uncle used to tell me that story all the time, man. He'd get drunk and tell us that, and it was just like, you fucked up, homie. Should have went on out to Atlanta. But, like I said, back then, Atlanta was nothing. Yeah, no, it wasn't. They built it. It wasn't what it is now. Yeah, right. no, but you, you, I'll tell you one thing. Georgia was hot. Um, you went by the aquarium. You know what's funny? I noticed about people in Atlanta... Like, up here, when people recognize me for being on power, you know, there's no borders. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, man, come on. Let's take a picture, and they'll chat you up. Right. And want. In Atlanta, what people do is they'll point, they'll whisper, say, hey, man, that's that dude. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> boy. And they'll talk shit where you can hear them. Right. I, mean, I hear people talking about me. Turn around and say, hey, what's up, man? You watch That's the show? Southern hospitality. Yeah, They're trying not to interrupt what you got going on. Yeah, and I can hear them. And I'm like, yeah, you could, you, what's up? You could yeah, talk it's like, you, oh, man, you know we, I can hear you, right? We don't want to bother you. Sorry. Hilarious. Like, that's how it happened everywhere I went. The people would be like, yeah. man, that's that dude. Wow, that's crazy. Crazy. New York people yeah, just yelling out, yo, where Tommy at? Yeah. You still alive? Right. <laughs> like, I thought they killed thing. you. Like, you know, it's a TV show. Show, right i just like it, it, and did you do the selfies with them do you always do the selfies nobody with nobody you, i always, any, anybody who want to take a picture of me i always take me i'm not That's i'm not no cool, man it don't bother me but nobody asks in atlanta only up here and in atlanta uh, people just kind of watch because i guess they see famous people all the time yeah it's like, like oh yeah. but also southern hospitality whereas new york no everybody nobody there's the cares. idea that everyone's on the same level in new yeah. york i'm on the train you on the train too man <laughs> fuck i'm taking a picture with you uh, i'm taking a picture of the train that's right you just happen to be there you know, right get out you my know, picture dude, dude from power just happened to be on there oh you he, know? he think he's something because he because he on the train he looking for tainos Subtown. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's the selfies. Uh, got me to thinking like just technology ruins certain experiences, like the selfie, right? Remember the autograph? I do remember the autograph. I had an autograph book. Like if you, if power was popping 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you'd have to have a solid autograph game. Yeah. And that was the thing about getting autographs, right? People had to believe you. Because mm-hmm. now you just got a napkin and you're like, this is Hulk Hogan's autograph. And people staring back at you like, that ain't no, that ain't no damn Hulk Hogan's autograph, man. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a different time, man. Whereas people, now yeah. everybody has a camera on them. Because so back then, you know, you, you would have had to have a Polaroid. camera on you when you saw yeah. whatever celebrity and get that picture. You got to have the Polaroid and make sure it came out right and right. you sign it. Damn, that's and even damn. then the developer might snatch your shit because you had to get the pictures yeah, developed. Yeah, yeah, they might wow. go, yo. Oh, that's oh that's Hulk I'm Hogan. taking this picture of Hope Hogan. <laughs> this crazy. candid photo at the airport. That's crazy. I remember that and it's making me feel really old thinking about it. I know. Right now. <laughs> oh, that's, I, that's why halfway why I don't respect these kids, right? Because yeah, they get struggle. they get nudes sent directly to them. We had to walk them shits into some twenty four hour photo place yeah. and stare somebody right in the eyes and, and hand them a yeah. roll of film with pictures of our 
uh, butthole yeah. and, and, uh, and other <laughs> private parts on them. Well, you, did you ever take your pictures to a one-hour photo developer? Because I always did. Mm-hmm. I need to mind quick. Right. You know what I'm I need to see this quick because I don't know if this girl changed her mind. I'll never get more. <laughs> Go in there quick, see what's what, and look. 2015, 25 yeah. in the chamber. And then the, and then the uh, person had to damn near be sworn to secrecy. You wish you had that little men in black memory eraser. Motherfucker, don't you ever tell nobody yeah, what you, I just handed you. Look you. at this light real quick. Give me more pictures. <laughs> nah, they, they would make they would make eye contact every time. For and me. you bet not a double none of these. Mr. Hunt, are these, <laughs> these your photos, Mr. Hunt? Yeah, these, these, these are my motherfucker. Would you like to go through them and make sure everything's dead? No, it's it's dead. Just how how put much? them all in the bag. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Stop playing with me, homie. <laughs> Every time you had to make eye contact with someone. We had to earn our news. You did. You did. And then sometimes, yeah, you, the Polaroid news. I didn't get any Polaroids, but, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I you always had to develop them. Y'all don't know right. the struggle. Now, girls will just text it to you, and you don't know how many other guys Bam. have seen that there same it picture. Go, girl. It's fucking July, and you wearing a Christmas hat. There you go. Where did this photo come from? Don't be fools. <laughs> this y'all, ain't just for me. Y'all it's getting July. Y'all getting the same nudes from Easter. It's not anything new. It's the mm, same picture she sent to all the guys. Same ones got. Same. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, how'd you get that picture? You you hacked my phone? No, this bitch sent me the same one. Just so jealous of these kids. It's, it's crazy. So easy. It's so easy. Because, you know, they're going to grow up. They're going to be jealous of people, you know, and the technology that the younger people have. That it's just like, can it get any better? They don't know the struggle of having to write a note and secretly pass it to someone in class and right. hope that nobody else opened it up mm-hmm. before it got to the girl. Because then they read it out and blow you up. I feel like it's robbing them, though, of some good times. Because this is some shit we used to do that Hell was yeah. just fun. That was the original DM, wasn't it? And you just have to write yeah. it down and pass it that to somebody. Hey, hey, pass this to Sabrina. Don't open it. Remember it was a good one. like <laughs> we would drop a piece of paper on the floor. And then when you opened it up, it would say something like, this is how aliens have sex. And damn, you're good. And, and then you would always <laughs> yeah. see somebody just like throw the paper back at the ground. Ugh! And it's like, that's what you get for being nosy. <laughs> Stay out our shit. <laughs> that's hilarious. And these cell phones got the passcodes on them. So it's like these kids will never even know. Nah, you know, you know, the struggle of just, you know, your girl back in the day, your girl got your phone. She just got your phone, bro. Yeah. Flip phone, boom. She flipped it open, boom. You're done. You finished. Finito. Yeah. She sent that text right as she opened it. Yeah. Perfect timing. I mean, yeah. No, I don't know. The but I'll say for us, the struggle that I felt like we died was the house phone. I don't know if you ever saw the Jackson Five movie. I did. When that motherfucker, uh, well, who was uh? Cause I think it might have been Angela Bassett played uh the mother. The mother. Yeah. I think the mother's name is Catherine. Catherine Jackson. So, yeah, Joe Jackson was getting them, having them hoes call the uh, house and then hang up. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, a little cold, you know, let it ring twice and hang up. I'll know it's you. And then, she, you know, she called on. It rings twice, then she hangs up. And it was just like, damn, Joe. And <laughs> the next thing seen was him, her putting Joe ass out. Yeah. And it's like, yep. So at least we dodged that struggle. You know what took us down originally before Carl ID was Star Sixty Nine. Star Sixty Nine. That, that ended a lot of relationships. They got man. Craig in trouble on Friday. It's right up. There. <laughs> I Star Sixty Nine. Then tell me who she was. Let me ask you a question, Phil. What's more dangerous, Star Sixty Nine or the screenshot? We talked about the screenshot. We last talked about episode. the screenshot last episode. Screenshot because Star Sixty Nine. You don't know what happened. You just know who. Right. And even then, her little brother might answer the phone now and go, who? 
<laughs> what? Now I ain't called here. You would hope. Yeah. So I'd say the screenshot because it's very direct. Whatever you said is what you said. All right. So I guess the screenshot would be like like herpes, and then Star Sixty Nine would be like crabs, kind of in severity. Yeah, level yeah, of yeah. Severity. You can't get rid of that screenshot. I'm, baby. I'm sorry. That's the picture I'm trying to paint. I'm just trying to yeah, let y'all know sorry how. If y'all was eating or something. Yeah. How dangerous it was. Star 69 used to end a lot of relationships back in the day because you would call and oh, my girl coming. Hey, let me talk to you. Click. And who you were talking to? Nobody. I was talking to my mom. Oh, it was your mom, uh huh. Yeah. Beep, boop, boop, beep. Yeah. Hey, Mrs. Oh, no, this ain't Mrs. Richards. Oh, I'm so sorry. I must have the wrong number. And that was your ass. I'm just old enough that the rotary phone, like my grandmother had one and never got rid of it. Mm. But I didn't quite know how to use it. You didn't know so how I to... just missed the rotary phone. I, I lived through the rotary phone. That was a time when you would only call people that you really wanted to call. Hmm. See, y'all got these push button touch phones. It's frivolous. Back then, you had to. It was a workout. You. <laughs> <laughs> If yeah. you was going to call somebody, it had to. You couldn't just call and see what's up or see how they're doing. You had to call for a reason because it took a long time. I just missed that era. I seen it. That shit look. It looked complicated as hell, but it's. It kind of looked cool too, because like you could see the person's sense of urgency yeah. in the way they would, you know, ring, you know, and that little thing would pop back and do the yeah, little you thing. Yeah, you gotta get the next number. Yeah, and, and you know, even now we complain about our privacy, and that shit is funny because it's like, oh. Facebook sold my information. It's like, first off, you one went on there and gave them your first name, last name, phone number, email. There you go. So they didn't steal your information. But you know how funny that is as opposed to our parents used to put their first name, last name, phone number, address into a fucking book. Yeah. And then someone drove around the neighborhood and just threw those shits. Yeah. That's how little our parents cared yeah. about their information. There, there was no, there was no privacy settings. You just go, even the white, <laughs> you still go by the white pages now. If I'm looking for Phil Hunt, I'll just go get the white pages. Somebody from third name. fucking grade can contact your ass. Look First his, name, last name, street name, phone number. Here's where it gets crazy. They used to put them in the um, phone booths. They used to have the phone yeah. booths on the street. They'd have the phone book. So you're trying to call somebody. Yeah. I can't remember their number. You can look them up by last and name. And we're bitching about our number. private information. Our parents put that shit in a book and threw it at people. I actually think they also used to, I think they used to put the addresses too, bro. Yes, address. It would be the address and First phone name, number. last name, address, phone number. Yeah, that is crazy. That is just like, and here we are. Oh, oh, you know, every time Facebook updates or something, yeah. people leave that stupid message of, I do not consent to you sharing my private information. It's just like, shut up, stupid. Nobody, nobody, nobody wants your private information. Nobody's checking for that. We used to put private information into a book and throw them at people. Yeah, anybody get that? We never used to use those. Actually, Come to think of it, we might still have a white one or two yellow pages of white pages under the sink because that's where you uh, put them. A three hundred page book thrown out of an open yeah. car window at about twenty mile per hour speed. What could go wrong here? <laughs> Nothing. That's a hell of a drive by. Yeah, it? man. Yellow pages are white. I <laughs> give a new meaning to the term. Uh, throw the book at somebody, don't it? Ain't I done got. A I done got what with a phone book. I'm pretty sure. My mother pretty used sure that happened. My mother used to use them to balance the couch when the wood, when the peg would break, you could slide one of those underneath there, and then mm-hmm. it would keep the couch like level <laughs> for two or three. <laughs> That way I was lucky when I got the ass whooping with the phone book that a few pages had fell out. 
So I just got hit with like A through A through, H. A through H. Cause the back had, you know, gotten wet in the rain and then she had ripped out some pages. But if, if the A through Z, man, I would have been out the game a little longer. Yeah, you'd have been on the shelf for a little bit. I probably bit, man. still have that bruise if it was A through Z. But A through H, you know, that's good for a few cries, a few, a you few never, sniffles. You never faked it when you got a, a beaten? Man. Like, did you fake cry? So you, you as I got older, around like fifteen, because my mother's just like too short that it was just like, all right, that's not hurting, but I'm gonna act like it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. grandmother used to make us pick the switches, dog. Uh, she too. was from Memphis, mine too, so mine too. she'd literally be like, "Yep, go pick your switch and come on back in," and you'd be out there all day looking for a switch, the, yeah, yeah, trying to find one that will, might break on your back or something. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. I, I did that. I, my grandmother made me do that. I would try to pick the weak one, and then she pushed me out the way Serious. and go get a real yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And that's what she used to say. You better get a good one, because if I come out there and you go, Lord, don't do not let this woman come out here. Uh, you know, the best part was you knew she loved you because she took the thorns off. And yeah. the, that's how you knew it was love. Cause she Those the would knock on. the sound out of you. Like, yeah, you'd be yeah, trying yeah. to scream, but nothing come out. Oh. <gasps> Literally lashes that that had to be passed down through slavery. Oh, you oh, just come like, on. yeah, god damn, yeah. I see why mama don't like you. The, the scary part was the sound it made. Yeah, you can hear cutting scary. the air. Hey, them shits was serious. Your, your grandmother's from the Midwest, mine from the West, mine from the South. Oh, oh yours South, from my, West yeah, Indies, so you that. was getting yeah. that, uh. Got green card ass whooping. Yeah, <laughs> I used to run. I don't know about you. I would run. My nah, yeah, yeah. We you, all. You gotta run for it. Those you know? whippings was extreme. You gotta catch me to whip me. That like if you got hit with a belt, that was almost good. Or like, all right, yeah. that was a professional ass. We must live in a white home. We got hit with yeah. a belt. Now you know white kids don't get hit. You stop that. Oh, you right. Time out. <laughs> <laughs> And then time out, they go in their room and order guns over the internet with, mom, you, with uh, mommy's credit card. At the show last night, I asked this one lady, do she beat her kid? She was like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, so do you, how do you discipline time out? So I don't do any of that. We just talk. Right. Yeah, so miss- what are you, you going to, what are you doing with your son? Oh, uh, I talk to him, but then when I get tired of talking, I just pinch him. I don't, I'm not going to Okay, you pinch him, so yeah. you don't whoop him. Well, I always feel like as a man, and I mean, my father never really whooped, especially not my sisters. I had a few moments where I did shit that it was like, alright, fam, I gotta, and mostly <laughs> when he did it, it was what my mother would like make him. You just gonna let him do that? You just gonna let him? You just gonna let him? i teach him less if I was you. Yeah, my mother mainly did the discipline, and then like I said, she was shorter. It makes sense, because she had five kids, and I get like you get tired of talking, and that, yeah. you know, talking at a certain point ain't the best way to teach somebody or to get somebody to stop. Yeah. The fastest way is to smack somebody. Yeah. So I don't frown on it, and I don't feel traumatized or nothing. But Me either. I don't feel, I'm, I ain't never been in no real, real problems. Yeah. And it came out all right. You know, she did what she had to do. And I don't remember my dad hitting me one time, but I needed that. I was I was acting like a crazy. And yeah, crazy well, my dad thing. snatched me up a few times when I got to be like almost a man, you know, a yeah. young man. That it was like, hold on, little little nigga, let me show you, it ain't a game right now. Well, I know well, I go, I, I'm going soft on you right now. <laughs> a little how uh, Yo, he's shaking his fist like an Arthur meme. Y'all can't hey, see him. He's shaking his fist. Hey, how Ghost had to do to recast. Hey, hey, wake up, wake up, little nigga. Sleepy time over. <laughs> Woke him up with the snub nose. Hey, sleepy time over. But something. So yeah, at a point you do gotta. Yeah. I think you know. 
obviously you can, you know, hold the hand out, smack. I feel yeah. like that's gentle. Oh yeah, it's, it's, he's my son is five right now, so that kind of stuff, you know, it will work. But yeah. I just know. I always feel like I got to get on him now from the beginning so when he gets older, I don't have to get his right. physical. Now in his brain, he remembers that pinch. That's what I said. It's little cute shit, you know. Hold your hand out. Smack. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I can do that, you know. When they're like five and under and then, you know, once they get over ten, yeah. you got to do like a whole thing. A ass whooping. Yeah, but at a point... It gets to where you'd rather take the ass whooping than the punishment, meaning like grounded or they take your Sega controller yeah, away. Yeah, my Xbox. Yeah, I remember my mother took to the Sega that. controller. I'm just in the room like, come <laughs> on, man. Now I'm trying to think, how can I get $35 and buy another controller without her knowing? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't have no money. Did I ain't got no resources. Did you just used to put it on and watch the title screen? I did one time, dog. I just cut it on and just like thought about how if I hadn't been acting up, I would be playing right now. You'd be on level six. Yeah, man. Instead, you just got to watch level six. But you got to watch it with them controllers because it's just got them wires, dog. It can be used against you. Oh, yeah. Now, um, when I got punished, my mother would say she'd take it away the Nintendo or the Sega, and then I would sneak and play. So <laughs> she didn't take the controller. She just took the power cord. Mm-hmm. That was savage. Because yeah, yeah. I'd be like, it's not working. And you think it's broken. And then your mom, nah. my mom's like, yeah. She done took yeah, you, it. You want to play it, huh? You want this power cord? And hey, next time you think about um, cutting up in class or whatever, you think twice. <laughs> you got to beat your kids, Nickel. That is one of my favorite subsects of black comedy. It's this black comedians reinforcing this stereotype that you got to bust your kids' ass. White people let these kids do anything, man. Go up in the tree. Throw you got to beat your kids, Nickel. Like, I, I wish CPS would be waiting after a show. It's so bad sometimes. Uh, Nephew Tommy has this comedy special. Me and my old roommate, Adam, you, you remember Adam, we watched that joint. Yeah. And Nephew Tommy at some point rolls out like a ass whooping chart, like, you know, a wheel. <laughs> and he was like spinning it on different types of ass whoopings. Oh my it was God. like clue for ass whoopings. It was <laughs> like, uh, you know, it was Big Mama. In the day room with the belt. Or it was, uh, you know, it was auntie in the bedroom with the racetrack. Yeah. And you're going, damn, a piece of the Hot Wheel track? Not the Hot Wheel track. The Hot Wheel track, yeah, whatever was handy, yeah. But yeah, anytime black comedians veer off into this, you got to beat your kids, no. I, I just start cracking up at like, oh, Lord. I think Lavelle Crawford had this really Lord. great, this really good bit about beatings. He said he went over to his white friend's house. His wife, <laughs> white friend's. They were playing games. The mother come in. Hey, you want something to eat? Mom, don't come into my fucking room. Get the hell out. And he was like, you talk to your mama like that? I can't talk to my mama like mm-hmm. that. It's funny when you actually see it. Yeah, because, you know. I remember my white homeboy, Joe. Uh, his mother was smoking cigarettes. So, literally, they had, like, a privacy fence in the backyard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of tall. That fence might have been, like, six foot or something. Over the fence, we at the park playing, you could see smoke. So he kind of goes, hold up. Is that smoke? I'm thinking, oh, well, backyard, smoke, they're grilling. And he goes over there, throws open the door. What the fuck, mom? And I mean, at the time, he like, we like 12, 13, so we teenagers. You fucking promised dad you wouldn't smoke anymore. 
snatch the cigarettes before she could snatch them because they were just like on the, you know, like on the porch or whatever wow. on the backyard. And she's smoking one. Puts, she puts it out, tries to grab the cigarettes back from him. Before she can, he takes the box, rips them up, starts stomping on them. You told Dad you wasn't smoking on chilling. I'm just looking like dog. <laughs> I just heard the black comedian voice. You got to beat your kids, nickel. <laughs> but it do be funny when you see the stereotype being played out. Yeah, you know, it's weird because you just be like, ah. Oh, but then the funny thing is, there are some white people like, oh no, my my dad beat my ass. And yeah, they, they come out with issues. See, I'm not I'm not anti whooping, but no, I'm, no, no. But I'm definitely. Um, I feel like black I'm people definitely. Uh, you know. Lightweight on the whoopings, but you can. I feel like black people get beaten to success. Success, you, and white people get beaten to therapy. Hilarious. They don't. Uh, they don't come out successfully. Shit, my mama whooped me and that therapist. Hell. But I, I'll tell you a quick story. Which you is, want some of what he's getting too, bitch? Which is this is why I don't like. Uh, you know, the whole R. Kelly thing, right? Right. Because you watch that documentary, what is it, Surviving R. Kelly, and you yeah. say to yourself, you say, okay, well. You know, a lot of people had this narrative of well, where are these girls' parents? And it's like, hey, come on. Don't act like when we were 16, 17, we was doing everything our parents said. Dude. Some of us was definitely wilding out and turning up. But I'm going to tell you a story. In short, one of my sisters, when I was younger, you know, she got it up that she was sneaking out of the window or whatever. Now, my father, you know, being the real nigga that he is, this is why I respect my father to this day. And his story gets real. So, anyway, she sneaks out one night, and he had already told her, like, I know what you're doing. Da-da-da-da. I'm on to you. Sneaks out. There's a car in the driveway. My dad comes out, goes, yo, you motherfuckers look old. You know, you're driving. That's the first clue you're old enough. You know, and at the time, we in high school or whatever. So, he's like... I think y'all better get the fuck out of here. Y'all up here trying to fuck with a minor. My daughter tells them, pull the fuck off while I'm calling the cops. They don't pull off. Sure enough, they drove the fuck off. Long story short, he kind of snatches her back into the house. Long story short, the next day, the school counselor, she tells the school counselor. The school counselor comes to the house. Oh, my God. And my father lets him in or whatever, and he's kind of like, oh, hey, uh, well, your daughter says some things that are having some trouble here in the home. And, you know, he sits down or whatever. My father goes, uh, which daughter, you know? And obviously he knows what's going on or whatever. He's no dummy. Uh, well, you know, she had some marks on her arm, you know? Said you were rather forceful with her. Right next to my dad is a... A pack of beers, like you know, a case of beers, or maybe a 24 pack. Says to my father, Damn, she mentioned that you like to drink. How many beers have you had today? My father says, Uh, this interview is the fuck over. <laughs> you, you don't pay no bills in this goddamn house, you don't buy no beer, and you're not her father. You get the fuck out. Slams the door. Mm-hmm. My father, the realest dude ever, of like. <laughs> He, he stopped the R. Kelly. You feel me? Yeah. But that's what's funny about like being how, a parent. How old, how old was your sister at the time? Teenager, we'll say. Teenager. Must have been a young age. Oh boy. Well, I mean, she was old enough. Right, right, right. But I, but this is why, like I said, at a point, I can't say I'm anti-ass whooping because at a point, it's like 
you know, you get these people that want to call the cops, or you got kids that they want to call the cops, but you go, you'll raise this motherfucker. Yeah. You know, she get out here and something happened to her. That's my ass, not yours. Yeah, they blame the parents. So, sorry, Mr. Uh, School Counselor. Get the fuck on up out of here. Yeah, no, that's wild. My mother threatened me like that one time, too. I remember I run away from home. I didn't have a plan. I just got (laughs) I forget what it was about. Something crazy. Something happened at school. Some kid over a bottle cap, some nonsense. And I was like, they called her and she was like, when I get there, it's going to be you and I. We're going to have a serious falling out. I'm thinking in my head, over a bottle cap? I'm out. I just walked out the door. I was walking around for like two hours. And I, <laughs> I called 911 to tell them to tell my mom I was okay. Hey. Yeah. Like they were my pager. Hilarious. Hey, 911. Hey. You had to break out the phone book? I did. Just let her know I'm okay. Here I am walking around. I have no idea what I'm doing. They're like, yo, just come home. So I went home. You know, went through the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, reunite, right? As soon as the cops left, my mother hemmed me up in the kitchen. She's like, if you ever, man, if you ever do that again, it's going to be you and me. You can tell them. You can tell Hilarious. them I did it. Hilarious. I'll <laughs> call them myself. I'll call them myself. I got them on speed dial. She had to apply pressure. You was, was out like, here acting up. I was like, yo. She said she's going to call BCW herself. Sorry. She was out here cutting the fool, and she had to apply pressure, man. Hey, I was like, I, I was like, like I said, some of these cases and stuff, you say to yourself, man, I wonder, you know, did this person really do something, or they just had to, you know, lay the wood to this kid because he just was acting up. And like I said, with the R. Kelly stuff, at a point you go, you know, everybody's jumping to the. Oh, well, these girls, where are their parents? It's like, stop acting like when we were 15, 16, yeah. 17, we were doing everything our parents did. No, and, and I get that we may be approaching 40 now, but it's like, stop acting like we were perfect. Yeah, yeah, we, were we were not fucking not angels. Not Some of them girls like shopping sprees and water slides. I seen the niggas water slide. I kind of wanted to take a ride on it. <laughs> Super Paul. It did look like fun. Yeah, they in one of the videos, they truly did show the water slide. And that's the thing. I just want for stuff to be realistic. You go, yeah. okay, 40 girls are here crying. Not one of y'all had fun. Nobody liked that water slide. Somebody liked that water slide. Somebody liked the shopping. Somebody store. somebody took more than one trip on that. And my slide. daddy would have had to snatch your ass back in the house. Yeah, you think you grown, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. so at a point it's like, ah, let's let's not let's not tell uh exaggerations and let's understand who we were as children. You yeah, no, me? we we do forget. People forget they used to sneak out the house and all that shit. Stuff. Sneak we out the fun. house, smoking weed, smoking cigarettes, doing all types of shit. Yeah, no, wow. We just didn't have the cameras to document. Nah, oh my God. You know. There, if, yo, there's so many things. I'm not, I'm not trying to say I'm old, old. I mean, I'm obviously, you know, of an age, whatever, 40. Mm-hmm. Right? But I remember a time when the only time you'd find out things that happened was when you saw it on, like, one of them Freak Nick videos. Yeah. And, oh, oh, they did that down there? Damn! And then right. the legend of Freak Nick grew from tape to tape to tape. And that's the black side was Freak Nick. The white side was, uh, Spring Girls Break. Gone Wild. Spring Girls Break, all them little Break. DVDs. Yeah. That, was the, that was the only fans back in the day. Yeah, it was. That it was the oh only chance God. to see that girl from your local college on spring break showing them nips. So some of y'all may remember this but may not. There used to be these late night commercials and they always start with the same music. Boom 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 spring break <laughs> girls going wild. That's how we were trying trying to get them beats. And they had these infomercials that you know you would get just enough to be like, "Well, I want to see what hers look like. Let me just Yeah. 
1999. You had to have a credit card. You'd be like, shit, I need a credit card. Well, I ignored them for the most part. I just watched the free stuff, but the only one I bought was Snoop Dogg. When Snoop Dogg joined the team, and it was Snoop Dogg girls, I knew it was going to be some sisters on there. So I was like, I'm going to buy that, man. It was $45. That was a thing at one point. Everybody was doing porn. Because Lil John had one, too. Oh, yeah, he did. He was just yelling, what? What? Okay. Over, over ass cheeks clapping. And it's like, this is kind of silly, bro. I watched the whole video. I might as well it. just watch a porn. Yeah, well, you know, little John. When did porn, when did, when did people drop the O from porn? Remember for a while it was porno. Oh, uh, that's a good question. I probably say in the 90s. I feel like late 90s. Yeah, late early 90s. Early 2000s, porn. people just became porn hub. Yeah, I think porn not changed porn the culture. Not hub. Yeah, porn. That extra syllable makes a difference. <laughs> Porno sounds dirty. It does. Yeah. Porn sounds direct. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I think I might have cleaned it up. A you don't bit. say kiddo, you say kid. Kiddo sounds too young, so you say kid. You know, ah, okay. Like I see that. where you was going. Maybe. Just don't be putting kid in porn nah, like that. Nah, nah, then you get You canceled. said it too close to porn, and right. now my mind went, whoa, 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 whoa. What, yeah, what yeah. you talking about? Didn't that guy just get arrested the, from Drake? Drake and Josh got arrested from child porn. I don't know nothing about that yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he... Um, Try to stay far, far away uh, from that I shit. don't know if y'all had premium cable, but if you did, there was a show on the Disney Network called Drake and Josh. Yeah. And I think the Josh... One got arrested. Drake. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Two white boys. Wait, he's on Nickelodeon? Was it Nickelodeon? I think it was. I feel like it was a Disney channel. A Disney channel. I think it was Disney. Okay, well, that that's almost funny that, like, you know, the Disney actor gets arrested. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's funny because you go, oh, these are networks for kids, so. <laughs> but them motherfuckers be 40 on the kids' network. Oh, boy. It's like Keenan and Kale was like 25. That's right. Silly rabbit. It was acting like 15-year-olds. <laughs> Silly rabbit. Those are not, those kids are not for you. Oh, how does it say? <laughs> those tricks are not for you. Silly <laughs> rabbit and all that. And that was scary. Um, damn, we're running out of time in segment one. I wanted to talk to you about that Twitter stuff, but I guess we'll have to what wait. What happened with Twitter? Oh, the people begging for money? You want to talk about that? I mean, I guess we could briefly go into it. We won't mention names, we just briefly... We'll vent on it for a second, and then we'll get into Betty White, weird crimes. Right? Yeah, let's do it. And uh, get off into some advice. Get into some advice, which y'all tune in for. So yeah, we're coming up to end this segment one, but I don't know those. The co-host here, Avery Mason. Please make sure to like, share, subscribe, and follow. Most importantly, at Avery Mason official on Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter. Phil, how can they? Uh, how can they locate you? I am Phil Hunt. Uh, yeah. On all social media at I am Phil Hunt. You know what they're gonna start doing? One L on the Phil. There you go. What are they gonna start doing? They're gonna start making the white and yellow pages with just Instagram and Twitter handles. No more personal information. <laughs> that would be interesting. Look up somebody's name, but I want to see Some this guy. Some sort of update. This guy from middle school or whatever. <laughs> Who's this? The one with the sweaty hands. Hey, you don't remember me, Cutter? Right. <laughs> I wish they would do that. That'd be funny. The one man. that owes you $50. Yeah. I'm going that book and find you again. Give me happy birthday every so, yeah, time. Yeah, you tried to block me, but I'm back. Found you. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. Segment two, but I don't know, though. Coming up. All right, welcome to the second segment here. Um, Phil, I feel like um, I got to get this off of my chest, man. We did... We did have a conversation about this during the break real quick about people asking for money on Twitter. You know, had something bad happen to you? 
drop your cash app. What happened to the days where people would just go get that second job or work an extra few hours on the shift? Are those days behind us? Are yeah. People feel comfortable doing. That's why people don't got enough money to give the bums. That's why the bums not getting no bread because y'all out here cash apping in your tweets talking about, hey, I'm trying to go on vacation. I ain't got the bread. Help me out. <laughs> what you think about that, man? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I think we might have briefly discussed this on a previous episode to where, you know, sometimes you'll see on, like, Facebook and stuff, people say, well, you know, they have those causes and organizations that you can donate to and just leave a link and you go, that's cool, man, but I need you to understand your birthday is not a cause. Of like, you know, if I wanted to give you money for your birthday, I would just send it to you. You really didn't have to post a link. And I mean, your birthday is at least passive. But then there are people who just feel like the Internet now is for emergencies. And, and, and we're not frowning upon those who are in need. Yeah. But it's just too easy to beg now, yeah. you know, to where people feel like that's not begging. But then you go, this is your third GoFundMe this year, ma'am. <laughs> We need you to get it together, you know. You still need the help, huh? And there are cute little things that people do. Like, I remember back in the day when, you know, kids would sell Girl Scout cookies and stuff. Yep. And now it's online, you know. Like people, they post the cutest picture they have of the kid, yeah. you know, in the little uniform. Hey, selling Girl Scout cookies, and the link work. is right there. You, you know, they used to have to go around and find money, and then, you know, sometimes you would... Pay and you might not get your cookies or vice versa. Sometimes you didn't pay and you already had ate them cookies and you want what cookies? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you know now people and I mean yeah, it's there to help. It's good that you know we don't have to use Western Union anymore and you know that would take like I think 24 hours at a point and. You know, you had to have people's address and all that, whereas sometimes now, just on social media, you can see. I think they should just have a section for that that's, like, begging. Yeah. Please, with the praying emoji. Like, you know how if you go on <laughs> Instagram, there's, uh, you know, the regular posts, then there's the stories, and then there's the reels. They should have, like, a begging section. <laughs> and you choose who you want to give to. That's hilarious. And on Twitter, how they have, uh, you know, the tweets, tweets and replies, media, and then likes. And then there should be a fifth section that says begging. If you're interested. Yeah, if it's cool. Right. It's like, come on, dog. Like, yeah, I don't believe in begging online. I, I don't like putting my personal inf- inf- stuff out like there for people. Like, if I'm having a hard way. Yeah. You know, hey, you know, I mean, it's one thing if you're really on hard times, like your house burned down or something. Right. But people be out there sometimes, hey, look, I, you know, they give you the sob story. You know, I've been bullied my whole life. Right. Nobody ever accepted me for who I am. Yeah. But if you guys can help me put together this money, get these breast implants, I'm positive people will like I'm me. More apt to give people money without the story. Hey, I need money. Do you have five dollars? You know what, bro? Matter of fact, I do. <laughs> when people give me that story, though, at a point, it's like, all right, all right, all right. hey, man, lost my job, brother. You know damn well you ain't had no job. I see you on the same train every day with the same story. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the online begging has gotten out of control. Maybe I'm just old, but these girls with these cash apps and bio that you just go. And then even a few guys got in on it to where you're like, what? 
You just gonna put your cash app in your bio? If it works for the girls, it works for the guys too. Why not? It's grown ass women that will tell you in a heartbeat they don't believe in Santa, but got an Amazon wish list in their bio. Hilarious. And you go a wish list? <laughs> really? I wish a nigga would. What you willing wish. to do for these items on your wish list, ma'am? Not go get a job more like Alright, you better bend over and show the world Like Uncle Luke and them said I'm gonna crowdsource this <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Well crowdsourcing, if you're serious Like I understand it, see that's the thing Everything starts off noble I understand, you know Crowdsourcing If you're a film producer And like, you know, you this is your big project And mm-hmm. you're asking those who support you To donate, you know, two bucks and you say, well, if I can get $2 from everybody, and then it's one thing if you have a product to sell, right. like, say, Patreon, okay. where it's like, okay, if you, for those of you listening, you know, Patreon is only fans for people with no ads. Uh-huh. That's, you know, it is pretty dry on Patreon. They, they I ain't gonna, even, I ain't gonna hold you. They won't even let you on Patreon if you had a BBL. They'll be like, no, no, ma'am, you go to OnlyFans. That's where you go. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, you know, one thing if there's an actual project or something that you're going to give the people, mm-hmm. but then if you're just like, I'm in need, it's like, cool, but this is your fourth time being in need this in this last six months, man. You might want to seek some type of federal aid, some yeah, type of... Yeah, give me something. I'm just not going to give you bread. I got to get something. And then, like, we had that, uh, I think we mentioned on one of the pods, that midget stripper guy, or the midget Quayton Bowles or whatever, that went to Disney World. He said it was for Disney World. Then they had pictures of him in the strip club. He was in Magic <laughs> City. But he told us he wanted to go to the Magic Kingdom. He sure did. Yeah, he got the, he, the went, he got the Magic Went world. straight to Magic City with our money. So it's like, yeah, you got to, you know, at times, like I said, and there are stories that you see that you go, damn, that's truly sad. You know what else was on Twitter? Not to take a hard left, but a hard left. There was this big uh, debate about uh, women being honest with men. So there was a... A screenshot somebody put up some DMs between a guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. They've been talking for a while. They like each other. You know, she like him. He like him. He paid for her to come down to see him. Paid for a hotel. Paid for a flight and everything. Mm-hmm. Paid for a couple nights. And he, when she landed, he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna come over and see you. We'll get something to eat." She was like, "Oh, you know, I'm kind of tired. Not really up for company right now." And he was like, oh, okay, no problem. Uh, well, I'll be over there first thing I want to take you to breakfast. We'll go eat some <laughs> breakfast. She was like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to want breakfast tomorrow. And she was like, let me just, let me just. So he flew her out? Yeah, he flew her out. And so. And he, she didn't see him? No, she was trying not to. He was like, let me see you tonight. And he was like, okay, you're tired. I'll come get you for breakfast. She was like, well, let me just, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. And he was like, hold up, hold up. I flew you down here to spend time with you. I didn't fly down here to, to, to be an afterthought. She was like, well, I thought we were friends. I thought, what? yeah. It was all on Twitter and Instagram. I'm surprised you didn't friends. see this. How <laughs> many of us have them? Yeah, friends. bro. He was like, look. I, she's like, I thought we were just Once friends. we can't depend on. Coming to hang out. He was like, listen. I spent money on a flight. I flew you down here. I put you in a hotel. I'm... I'm we, I'm getting some. We beaten. Like I I'm mean, not. That's on friends don't do him. that. Are you, oh no 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 no. That's no, on no. him. Listen. And I'm not saying what he's doing, what she did is right because it's wrong as fuck. Mm-hmm. She knew, you know, the pretense of like the fine print yeah, of that plane ticket. <laughs> the fine print. And that's fair <laughs> enough. But at the same time, that's on him as a man because you can't. 
be so dumb that you're willing to spend, spend money that on that kind of bread. That you've never even met. Now, let me ask you, and I don't know if you know, did, had he met her before? Had they ever? Yeah, hung out they. I, I'm. Well, you know what? I, I'm gonna be honest. I can't tell from the text story. I'm trying See, to find yeah, it so I can I show think you. That's the danger of social media. You feel like you know somebody. You don't know these people. Date these chicks that's right there in your city, and if they do some foul shit. You know what I mean? At least you know you know what city they live in, and you probably at least know one friend in common that you can tell that cares that'll go, damn, she did you like that? <laughs> you know what I spend mean? Spend way too much money you know on a mean? girl. I mean, you don't spend money on some girl you never met. That's dumbest. You might as well, what is that thing? For three cents a day, you can feed a kid in Somalia, and it's some rich white man uh, the taking everybody's three cents. And giving them kids crumbs and letting flies land on their face and filming videos. It's like, you got money for commercials. You got money for a meal, motherfucker. Anyway. I'm trying to find this thing because you got to see it. I kind of know what you're talking about because I've seen a bunch of people kind of. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, that's on him. He's just dumb. Read read out. So I'll read read it out to y'all who may not have seen this thing. So the girl says, uh, well, hold on. Here we go. I need to view this post so I can do this the right way. I got this off of the shade room. These are scenarios, okay? Uh, the caption was, those expectations be something else. Roommates, who is wrong in this situation? The guy or the girl? All right, so the first text was, hey, are you checked into the hotel? Let me know what's going on. I called you three times. WTF. She responds, I'm so sorry. I just checked in 30 minutes ago. My phone was charging because it died. I'm getting out of the shower now. His response, bet, I'm on my way to see you. She says, huh? What? And he says, what you mean, huh? I'm on my way to hang out with you. Is that an issue? <laughs> Her response, hang out in what way? See, yeah, she's foul. His response, nigga, we've been talking five and a half months. I flew you out here and got you a hotel. Not I want a half. Five and a half. Five months. and a half months. I Easy. Read that. Hold on, we just had a little. <laughs> They're having some fun out in the hallway. Feel about to. I wasn't doing this. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, the dog escaped from the house. Let me give y'all the play by play. Feel over here talking about read the letter. Dog escape? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta shut that down in the, in the bud. But, uh, yeah, this. So he says, nigga, we've been talking five and a half months. I flew you out here and got you a hotel. I want to see you, bae. Why are you acting brand new? Her response, it's late. I don't want company tonight is all. I'm tired. It's literally after midnight. He says, oh, okay. I'll be over in the morning then. I'll let you sleep. Her response, over in the morning just to hang out as friends, right? He says, can we FaceTime? She wow. says, She says, my phone is still charging. And see... Oh, no, there's more. Okay, go Let me ahead. Let me get through the whole thing. Save your questions to the answer. His response, why are you acting different? Do you not want to hang out? I didn't know we was just friends. I would not have flown you out. I don't fuck my friends. We've been sending nudes and sexting on FaceTime. What am I missing here? Her response, I feel like we're rushing things. I don't want to have sex or anything. Just hang out as friends if that's okay. <laughs> You're amazing and a good friend. I don't want to upset you. His response, yeah. upset me? I'm livid. I paid over $1,000 for you to come out here. I don't do that for friends. You know what? No worries. Since we're friends, I need my money back. $977.56. Awesome. <laughs> 
She says, I don't have that. Why are you acting this way? Oh. I just want to take things slow. Please don't be mean. He should cancel. His response, taking it slow would be me not flying you out here. You played me, so check out is at 12 p.m. tomorrow. I'm canceling the other two days. Awesome. Also, I'm canceling the flight back. Awesome. You can figure it out on your own. She says, wow, so this is how you do people? I don't have money to get home. At least allow me to fly back. I'll check out tomorrow. His response, nah, lose my number, have a nice life. Thanks. Her Thanks. response, I'm sorry, you blocked me? Please pick up. I don't have the funds to get home. Go. Shaking my head. There we go. That ended better than it started. <laughs> my God, brother. Like, you know, one is, one is I feel like she waited until the last minute to kind of tell him that. Because you feel like the first text even was dishonest. Oh, I've only been here 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, you go, what type of world do women live in that they think vacations are just free? Yeah. No, this, you ain't a, a G? My man spent a G. I mean, the, the, uh, hotel. Uh, when I had economy in high school, our teacher used to always say, there is no such thing as a free lunch. <laughs> so at a point, it's like, yeah, there's no such thing as a free lunch. So, but this is on him as a man. It's always you got to take the fault because you should have verified all of this. I would have explicitly. Before, and, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I will say the nudes, she's definitely sending mixed signals by sending somebody nudes you that she don't plan on sleeping or, with. You don't sex with your friends on. Well, see, I think that's these new kids. I think. I think yeah, they yeah, put yeah. the horse before the cart at a point that it's like, yeah, you sending news, but just like we were saying earlier, you know, these news are from July. She sends these to everybody. They're complimentary. They come with her number, basically. Hilarious. When you get her number, you buy her one or two drinks in a club, she sends you three news. It's just like a, just like uh, a business. It's a formality to well, them. It's like saying good morning. You're putting it all on him, but I also feel like she kind of hit him with hit him with the, the bait and switch. It's on him because honestly, I'm explicitly stating what I plan to do to you when you get out here. And I mean that. And listen, to keep it 100, I've done that and gotten the, oh, I think we're just friends. And you go, good. Glad. <laughs> gotcha. Boom. Lose my number. I'm out. I already got friends. Damn, Phil, that's that's how you feel. Well, yeah, you. But you. But there are chicks that you're not sure about at a point because they will send mixed signals all day because it benefits them. Yeah, no, if they can get a free meal, they'll take well, it. Well, you feel. I feel. All right. So I think it's on both of them, right? I feel like you're right about him. He should have probably made that clear. Like, look, you coming down here? It's, it's dinner and dick but, at the end of the night. It's dick with the steak. And even on that, but I feel she, like if they were sending nudes, I feel like he did probably say pretty much, something. Pretty much. Maybe he wasn't explicit how about he, it. How does he have nudes and y'all sex him, but y'all just friends and you come down there and now you're like, I. Right, but well, that's why I said. I don't know if I want to see you in the morning. Whoa, 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 whoa. As whoa, I said whoa. earlier about the uh, nudes where, you know, we had to earn ours, we had to get yeah. the camera. She knew she was doing a photo shoot. Give you a you, nice pose. You might have gifted her some lingerie or something, you know, a little Vicky secret. Take a picture. And she of said, it. Thank you. I always wanted to see how I look in this. You so crazy. And then you got the telly or whatever and whatnot, and you took the photos. Or if you had your own crib, she came through and you did a little photo shoot, and boom, you took them to your local CVS. Right, right. You got them developed. 
and y'all waited 24 hours to see how the photo shoot went. Yeah, she might give it so, to you a nice car. You see what I'm saying there of like, you know, there's all these, there really isn't a whole lot of time for mixed signals. No, you gotta get right you to know, it. Right to it. That, not to say that you can't, you know, they can't, not to say that she can't not give you none after a photo shoot, but to say that, you know, y'all at least made some eye contact and not no FaceTime bullshit and not no sex in that. Like I said, I think I that's a formality we were, with these we kids friends. now. Friends? I, 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 you, I saw, I've seen you naked. I've yeah, never... but these, she, she definitely was pump faking and sending mixed signals. But like I said, I've definitely, Bro, I've definitely explicitly fake, stated what I plan to do just to get Phil. a chick offside and to make a chick go up. Up, gotcha. And then up. she goes, Oh, we friend oh, cool, awesome, thanks. She she didn't hit him with the pump fake, Phil. She hit him with the Euro step. A pump fake the pump fake yeah. hit him with the Euro step. You just dodged that whole defense. Something. Layup. Cause it's like shorty, you got flew out. But see the, even that I feel like is just something that an older woman wouldn't do. Yeah, she'll pay her own way. Yeah, would, yeah and yeah. would definitely have resources to get. She would have exactly had her own money to get back. Oh, oh, you gonna leave me out here? Don't worry about it, sweetie. I got it. Put it on my card. Yeah, Boom. but see, that's this younger generation getting flued out and all this silly stuff. If you getting flued out, you getting your back blued out too. That's the rules <laughs> of flued <laughs> out. That. You know, because even uh, uh, to a certain extent, it's dumb on her part because you go, you flew all the way somewhere for what? And then have and no then, money. To get and then back. here's the thing: if she flew all the way there, wasn't the destination. It's one thing if you fly to New York or L.A. or you know Atlanta, Miami, Vegas. Mm-hmm. If this dude lives in like I don't know, you name it, Minnesota, then it's oh, like. Good. Chick, you just flew to Minnesota and just was going to stay there for four days? You just say hi and hang with your friend? And do what? Sit in a hotel? He's already, he's already he's trying to come basically scoop her up and she yeah. talking about, nah, I'm, uh, you know, my phone, which you already lying. Yeah, my phone's charging. Your phone charging. You use your phone I know where charging. the room number is. Yeah, I paid for I it. I mean, yeah. she's lucky because yeah, there's a lot of worse dudes that would have went and got that uh, room key, went on up there and just been like, what's up? And I mean that might have fucked up, been fucked up for him because he could have opened yeah. the door and it's another dude in there. I think it's going crazy. damn. I just think it's crazy he canceled everything. But hey, yeah. Hey. To a certain extent, I feel like people make up these texters because at a point you're going, what? This this can't be nothing. But but I've I've been on some dates here in New York with girls that it's just like, how you on Tinder looking for friends? Yeah. This is That's not what Tinder is for. You better get on J Date or something. Or, or, not even. Oh, you looking for friends? Uh, oh, not J Date. What's the? You better go to the park or some yeah. shit and wave at people. The dog park. Know. You go to the dog park and oh, you got a child too, huh? We was talking about was it this? What was this podcast? Last podcast when we talked about cuddlecomfort.com. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna so, yeah. You better go on Friender or cuddlecomfort.com or some shit. I could be friends. He likes Street Fighter. I like Street but Fighter. But even I had to laugh, and I mean. How do I say this? It's always a woman's right to reserve, you know, I met you in person, I don't really like your vibes, but this is the flight. This is the flight thing that makes you go, what? You took a whole flight of a dude that you want to be friends? Like, don't play innocent now. Seriously, seriously. Yeah, she knows should have sent the, we're just friends text before he bought the he, flight. He probably lives in Miami or something like that. You know, she could come down here, catch a few parties, you know. I don't even know, but like nine hundred and he put the fifty six nine seventy seven fifty six. That's what he crazy. paid. 
That's a wild story. That is. Yeah, man. As a dude, you got to protect yourself. And at all times. It's not like he was sending It's like news, a boxing match. Keep Protect yourself at all times. Know. So you get uppercut. You, know, you might have to draw up a contract. I, yeah, I ain't never bought <laughs> no shit, no flight that, a I contract? that I haven't already slept with. So, That's true. Yeah, I don't know what homie was doing. He was but, on one. Yeah, but, uh, I'm going to say he was young. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he was like 20. It gotta be. You make gotta all be young. all that. Remember that story I told you about me and that girl I, I sent money to. I was I was like nineteen, twenty at the time. Right. Bro. So you we do a lot of dumb things. Ooh, man, that yeah. Because he got got on that one. He sure did. But at least he got his money back. Luckily. Some yeah, guys, well, he was able to cancel some of those days. But she got that that night, and he's like, "Hey, what's up? Real eager. I'm trying to get some of that. You must have had some nice." Yeah. Moves. And see the thing, I think, and I mean, this is how I roll, but. I think a lot of chicks mess up by, I don't want to say stating that, because I want to say like, there's this middle ground of like, let's just hang out and see where this goes, but any chick that's explicitly, oh, we just saw some friends, it's like, we'll go find a friend, and then like I said, I would have to know how he met her, and then like I said, really... Men and women ain't friends no damn way. There's this whole illusion that uh, what are only men friends and women in the beginning, are like, friends. I want to say well, guys and girls can be friends when they're like pre-puberty. When you're like yes. eight, nine, that's legit friendship. I feel like right after that. Known in middle school, y'all yeah. legit are friends. But anywhere after high school, one of y'all likes each other. And either A, that person's in a relationship, or B, does not like you. And it's uninteresting. Well, I also think men and women at a certain point can be friends when you're older. It's just, you know... It's a little different. Uh, well, yeah, if you're married or something, then you, yeah. you know, well, like I said, if you're obligated or in an arrangement already and they meet you and go, ah, I kind of like you, but, you know, you're married or whatever the hell. And even then, you, you can't be hanging out and taking no flights. No, you gotta be careful. So that's that. why I'm saying, you know, there's this idea that men and women are friends. And it's like, man, look. Well, when you send text, new text and FaceTime, right. that's what I'm that's saying. Like he said, it's a, you know, male, you send nudes to your friends. But honestly, I think that's where this culture is. It's too easy to do. Yeah. They ain't got to look nobody in the eye and hand them that film. So there's no actual commitment. They ain't mm. got to buy no camera. It's already on them. And like I said, most of these girls got four or five nudes saved to the cloud. They may already have an OnlyFans. Hey, they may. All right. But, well. uh... That's some advice. I'll get she you told another. His ass only plans. <laughs> <laughs> Let me yeah. get you. Let's get another question. We'll get into uh, Betty White. All right. Um, how can I tell my boss that my new hire is too attractive for me to manage them? I feel like a bad manager for even asking this question. <laughs> but I find one of the new hires assigned to me to be amazingly attractive. I would never act on it or do any or say anything <laughs> unprofessional. But I find it unbelievably distracting. When I look at the coaching and one-on-one work I do with my other employees, I outright know I will be uncomfortable doing that with this new hire. I fully realize that the fault is entirely mine. The new person has done nothing wrong. However, I also know it will be much better for that employee if they work for someone else. The question is, how do I tell my manager that I prefer this employee be managed by one of our other team leaders? Hilarious. There are several of us who manage very similar teams, so it's not like the new employee would have a manager who knew nothing about their work. Obviously, it would be very unprofessional to say, hey, can you move S to another team because I find them too attractive and distracting? Or should I say nothing, 
be professional and hope the feeling passes with time. Hilarious. Wow. Damn, dog. You know what? He making me nostalgic for that, like, you ever meet that girl and you just butterflies that you just like, damn. Yeah. I ain't had one of them in a minute, like a genuine crush that you like, damn. I had a couple of crushes that you can't touch. Um, yeah. But in the work environment, I mean, at least he's being honest. Like, look, I think she's attractive. I right. Do something I do stupid. like him just being like, this is know. what it is. I think they're going to have to find another excuse because you tell somebody, well, he can't work with you because you're too attractive. You're like, well, that's. Yeah, that, that seems almost is. crazy because that's going to make her low key have to be like, well, shit, what can I do to not be? But it's like, really nothing. <laughs> I mean, I think maybe the best thing he really should do, nothing. tell his boss, and maybe they'll they'll put her with somebody else, and they'll just tell her, hey, you know what, we thought this was a better fit. That ain't nowhere in the handbook, though, no. I don't think. But I don't, not written nowhere. Bro, I don't think by even her moving to another team is going to help. He's still going to think yeah, she's attractive. Yeah, because you still mentally, you know she down there. Yeah, and every time you see her, when she walk back, she's going to turn around. And better say, hey. slam your dick in a car door every morning. <laughs> Before you go in the office, that creates some trauma. Some something. PTSD. Why are you walking yeah, so funny, man. James? No reason. That's wild, but yeah, man. Uh, what does he do? He even had because even if they transfer her to another team, like I and, said, and, and did, did he say that he's a man and she's a woman? Did he was it that, is that stated? You know what? Clearly? That is not stated clearly. I assumed it was a man, but it could be a woman too. Because it, like, it definitely sounds like a guy. It could be, it could but, be a guy, but they don't say if it's a man or woman who's because it's about. so direct that you like. Well, damn. I mean, when people so direct or so honest at a point, there's only like you can't be mad because you go yeah. But like I said, I don't know. I'm with you because you go well. She still works there. Yeah, it's not gonna change. You might run into you her in the bathroom. Still try to find. You might ask like, for like, help. When I used to work at Lowe's, I was doing deliveries and. I worked in the store for a brief amount of time, but a lot of people in the summer, we had this HR, black HR, and she would always hire these young girls. We call them new recruits, so they would be cashiers. And a lot of the guys would just get caught standing at the register. And they, they, she, the lady uh, head cashier literally had a stick. And she used, used to say, I got to beat them off. And she say, when I stop, tap this stick twice, get Because, yeah, we would kind of all just be passing through and just happening. Hey, how you doing? You know, what's Sorry. good with you? Hey, did you see the weather outside? Isn't it crazy how warm? Yeah, it is? we was we would get crazy. Little you know BS mean? So yeah, at a point it was like, so yeah, I don't know, man. And a lot of people do wind up dating people that they work with. So that does happen. That's forty hours a week that you know she's there. You know, and I don't know what type of job they have, but assuming it's a Monday through Friday gig at nine to five. That's yeah, that's a long time. I had I had a couple of work wives. Yeah, very right. nice. We all had yeah. work wife, work husband, but like I said, this is strange because again, you don't know what type of, you don't know if he's uh, if he's got married, if she's married, if if they date. You know what I mean? So yeah, but also on the other side too is like you need to be able to keep it in your pants and control yourself. I, I mean, yeah. I can't work with her because you gonna work with people of all types. What, what if she can't was work with her? Hold on, man, quite, what if she was too ugly? Then what do you say? Hey, I can't work with her, man. She looks like a rhinoceros <laughs> ass, man. What am I supposed to do? I got see that every day. I, I I got I got the weak stomach. I got to keep you motivated and focused. She's got a horn in the middle of her head. I can't Hilarious. do this shit. Yeah. What do you do then? You control yourself. Or maybe they have some kind of bad body odor or something like that. You got to be around them. What do I don't you do even want to think about 
think about that. You imagine, but I'm just this chick is bad. You, so. you can. I feel like now I, I have see a picture of him. Yeah, me like, too. How bad is this? I feel you like gotta, you sweating, and like I said, he sounds young too. Because I feel like this is uh, definitely a I young man. Anybody, man. I feel. I feel like you should be able to control yourself. Like you can see you're not. No, definitely. I see somebody bad. I don't gotta say something right then and there. But when you and me in the break room, hey man, you see what so so bad yeah, is. Damn, like, she's look, fine. That's look, all you need. Don't touch. And sometimes I like to not try to talk to her because then you can just have your own fantasies. There you go. And you can never go. Well, I never shot my shots, so I don't know that she blocked shots because. You know, when the other yeah. guy shot, they shot. They got blocked, so yeah. I don't even know she's a good shot blocker. But he may not have someone. She is. He may not have someone to talk to about how. You know, all you need is that one coworker where you can be like, "Yo, did you see that?" I'm yeah, sure. and, and once you sure. have that, you're good. But if you don't, then where do you? Where's yeah. that outlet? So maybe that's why he's freaking out. I don't know. Just, bro, keep it yeah, in your pants. Don't say extreme. or do nothing stupid. Just keep it professional. Sound like he might not have had none in a minute. Cause it sound like he's really going crazy, crazy. He can't work around her. Although, like I said, I, I've had some crazy. You go, damn, wow, you. I got to stand here now. How was my weekend? Because they asked you some casual shit on some work shit. You're yeah. like, how was my weekend? Cool would have been better if I seen you. <laughs> then you realize where you at, and you like, oh, uh, 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 uh. At, at, at the overtime when we was doing the overtime, it would have been better if you was there. That's what I was saying. Hilarious. Try to keep it work. Try to stay out the HR office. Start asking about your likes and interests. You find out you got a lot of things in common. Now. At least he's honest. Maybe he's worked with a, a super beautiful woman before, and maybe he's uh, risked it all. <laughs> He like, you know what? I can't have that happen again. My wife came down here with the kids. I'ma just, yeah, take a rain check, or we got to move her because I can't even do it. Hilarious. All right, what else we got? Uh, well, let's get into Betty White because we uh did a, that that yeah, first tweet was time. yeah that first tweet was like all right, you know, advice time. So don't send money to women when it's not clear what your relationship is, and keep it in your pants at work. Talk to your male coworker. You feel better about it. Yeah, man, go jerk off four times before you go in or something. I don't know, bro. She <laughs> probably has an Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, go like I'm, a bunch of pictures. And <laughs> I'm into alternative solutions. Can you imagine that? You go like a bunch of pictures and she goes and complains no, to HR. No, you don't have to like them. She, she goes and complains to HR. She don't even have to know you was there, bro. He followed me on Instagram and liked all my pictures. Is your profile private? No, but it makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> they have to work with him, and he liked all yeah. my pictures. There should be a button you can push that likes all the photos. Save some time. Save yeah, some time. Yeah, because I definitely see some girls that you like, man, I ain't even got the amount of time to be liking all these. Go ahead. Hilarious. All right, y'all, so we come to the part of the show, Betty White and Especially Phil. known as. Can you explain to them what the rules of Betty White are? Uh, first time listening. crime and some few small details of said crime, and then we're going to guess what race they are. All right, so let me see if I can find a good one here for you. All right. So, all right, dude robs pizza makers, steals wrong dough. <laughs> this is one of those delicious little pieces of near irony. Oh, by the way, I'm getting this off of Thrillist.com, and the advice uh, questions were taken from Dig.com, by the way. Dude robs pizza maker, steals wrong dough. This is one of those delicious little pieces of near irony that would make for absolutely terrible schlocky fiction because the coincidence is just too cute. A few years ago, a sad clown 
blank, blank, robbed the owners of Brothers Pizzeria on Staten Island to the tune of whatever a sack of flour and water cost. <laughs> blank reportedly drew a gun and demanded that his victims hand over a weighty-looking bag. And we presume it was a white pillowcase with a gigantic dollar sign printed in green on the side. <laughs> Blank fled the scene only to later discover his error. Instead of the day's proceeds, the sack was filled with pizza dough. <laughs> now, I blanked out the name because that would have been a dead giveaway, but... Well, I mean, this whole crime is a dead giveaway. You think it was a hamburglar? <laughs> you got off burgers and went off the pizza? Uh, no, but I, I definitely so. think... When the dead giveaway is Staten Island. Uh oh. I mean, it was the only black people there was the Wu Tang Clan. All, <laughs> and all nine of them left years ago. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely uh, Betty White. Couldn't it have been any black people, Phil? Couldn't have been. This is the most Italian shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> What's an Italian? His name, I don't have a picture, but his name was Salvatore La Rosa. That's Italian. Right? Yeah, it's Italian. Hell yeah. So yeah, this is the most Italian shit I ever heard. Was he wearing a tracksuit? <laughs> yeah, what a chain, right? Stuck up a pizzeria. He sure did. I never understand. I always think like go for something big. And and obviously the bag had dollars on it, so he thought you got it gotta be the money. Yeah. Now it's like next time you go <laughs> yeah, after your at- after your twenty year bid when you get out and come back. Go for the the can that says dough on it. Exactly. And that's probably that's where, where the money, money is. is. <laughs> he gave a bag of pizza dough. That's hilarious, though. Pizza dough's heavy as fuck. It must have been. He must have been in the car like, yo, this bag heavy. Man, yeah. that was that was easy. I thought it was gonna be hard. Pizza dough is heavy, and you feel like as soon as you pick it up, you would kind of know it's dough because yeah. it stretches. Yeah. And like, yeah. Bag. He's looked at the bag. I'm about to be rich. It's so fucking. God, funny. but oh yeah, it was pizza dough. I might look that up just to see like if there's yeah. like some type of. Of this criminal, because that's just fucking funny. He got, got home. Yo. He got home and it's like, where the money at, yo? And I know somebody called and was like, hey, yo, y'all said delivery under 30 minutes. Where the fuck my pizza? And they literally got to explain, like, we out of dough. Exactly. We just got robbed. Fucking just, you got robbed? Well, I just didn't want my pizza. Hey, man, you don't have to take that up with homies. <laughs> took off the dough. I hope they let him carry that dough. I jail. know, right? And here's another one. Uh, back in 2003, blank, blank came to the decision that a baby tiger named Ming was the perfect addition to his apartment. Oh. Ming started off as a cub, but eventually grew into a full-scale tiger who pissed all over the place and consumed buckets of raw chicken on a daily basis. Oh, wow. What really tied the room together, however, was a seven-foot alligator, uh, Al, that th- this man bought as a sort of companion for Ming. Hmm. Uh, per the man, Ming and Al used to get nose-to-nose and sort of interact. And now that we're envisioning the two of them kind of snuggling... The crime maybe wins the cutest reckless endangerment charge in New York ever. Blank was caught after he came between Ming and a rescued house cat, which Ming had decided need eviscerating. <laughs> His wounds were atypical, to say the least, and the hospital tipped off the cops. Hilarious. Did you say back in 2001? 2003. Yeah, see this... This is a famous case. Yes, it is. So that was definitely a black dude <laughs> in the project. I remember this because uh, 
right? Black dude. It was a black guy. It was black in people the only want to have a whole. Where specifically in New York? Yeah, I avoided saying it because I want to give it away. But right. this was in Harlem. He right. had he had the alligator, so know. the tiger. He had some exotic. Yeah, he was a wild dude. Lizards. Uh, you know why I remember this in particular? 2003. I'm in high school, so Comedy Central shorties watching shorties. Mm-hmm. Mike Yard, comedian Mike Yard, for those of you who is listening did a bit about this tiger in the projects and it's hilarious so you know go online google shorties watching shorties shout out to mike yard and you'll hear uh or see also an animated joke about this tiger in the projects it's just like what the hell are you doing man who would bring a tiger into a one-bedroom apartment, two-bedroom? What was it, probably? Two. I think it was two bedrooms, Had yeah. Be, they, you ain't sleeping with no damn tiger. And then he had two of them, didn't he? He had a tiger and, a, and an alligator. I don't remember if he had two. A tiger and a an tiger and an alligator in a Harlem apartment. Shit. Yeah. And that apartment had to stink. You know, can you imagine he was walking it down the street like a pit, just yeah, proud? Hey, 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 you also go, where are you even getting this? Mm-hmm. And then you know how the projects be. It's like 25 people in front of the projects. It's like nobody said nothing to you as you drag this in here. Well, you know how it is. Cameron's rule. I don't see nothing. I don't know nothing. Yeah, fair enough. You go, if niggas got guns and whatever else they got in there. But at a point, you go, shit, them guns, you know... They use right. them on other criminals, but my kid and my dog gotta live here, and my baby, my toddler, and you got a damn alligator and a tiger, and what do you like put it on the elevator? Because I know it ain't took the stairs all the way to the thirty-fifth floor of the projects. That's crazy, motherfucker. Had a tiger and an alligator in the Nitro building. Hmm. Some wild shit. Here we go. Here's the next one for you. Um... I'll say the name because he's not the criminal. Uh, let's see if they do say the name. Well, this one is tough. Yeah, I'm going to give you the tips and then you can figure it out because I'm looking at this story. I can't tell what this guy is. But the, the victim, the name of the victim is Nadav Nuremberg. All right? Is one of the lucky few in NYC who've managed to recover their lost iPhones. And his story beats yours. After accepting that his phone was lost and wasn't likely to be returned... He noticed something totally creepy and annoying. The thief was sending women some super sketchy messages from his OkCupid account. <laughs> so instead of just confronting the thief directly, set up a date. he set up a totally brilliant little honeypot because he's actually a world-class secret agent. He created a cute girl profile, reeled the thief in, and once the robber was hooked, showed up at his apartment. The hopeful, <laughs> the hopeful robber was waiting ready for his date so, so Nadav got his phone back and updated his profile with the best excuse for having sent gross messages via online dating ever hey man listen uh, folks being horny is good for nobody <laughs> that's what you've learned during this segment yeah, that's right being horny is good for nothing. it's not good at work it's not good if you're flying girls out and it's not good if you're a thief and you stole somebody's iPhone what you probably want to do is log out and create another account. You don't want to be on there playing games and get catfished right back to the person who, man, I who you stole the phone from. Could have whooped that guy's ass, man. Oh, you like stealing phones? Sheila? 
You're a six foot four black man. You damn right. And this is probably the last <laughs> ass fucking you ever. And little Peter was hard. He said, "Oh man, I thought I was getting some head." Are you about to get your head beat? How about that? And then lost the phone. And, and yeah, so yeah. Sometimes you got quick while you're ahead if you're listening. If you lucky enough to luck up on an iPhone and it's unlocked, because that's the thing I'm thinking about is how is this phone even unlocked? You know, you could just call and get it locked. But I guess once you lock it, that's kind of a admission of taking that L because, yeah, now you can't unlock it or, well, you have to get it back. So this guy was really thinking ahead of, like, oh, word. You sit, sitting there sending out creepy messages to girls and fucking up my reputation online. That's right. You know what? You got to go down. Hey, that's pretty smart. And that is one thing about online you realize. Like, every now and then on Twitter, a girl will, like, you know, a guy will say something to a girl and then they'll pull up his picture and, oh, this is, look at this mother. And you go, at a certain point, you go to the profile and go, this profile has 15 followers. It was created two months ago. Probably that's not this guy. And that's why Scammer. He, that's why he's saying rude shit to, or nasty shit to you. Spam. Because that's not his picture. And I mean, it's easy. Any one of us could just, yeah. you know, take another dude's picture and then just create an account and go, hey, what's up with that? Well, uh, Snapchat me that pussy if it's cool. If it's funny, you bring that up because that was the whole thing about this uh, this show on HBO called Generation Hustle. Mm-hmm. Where this one kid, he's a ra- rapper who he's like, his thing is about scamming. Yeah. And I think it's called Scam Rap. And he basically broke the game down. He's like, yo, I'll make an Instagram profile, put a pretty girl, pretty picture of a girl, mm-hmm. get guys, make them think that I'm going to date them, get them to send me money, and just delete the profile yeah. and take some bread. And he, that's probably who flew out to that hotel. Yeah, no, right? Man's, man's been texting a dude the whole time, yeah, exactly. a scammer from Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> and never even, never, never, there was no girl. He just had the nude saved Hilarious already. Send her that's why he was only sending fans. them so carefree. But thanks for the hotel, homie. Hilarious. But yeah, man. Man, it's, it's funny because it's, it's funny what people respond to when you just never know, man. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this stuff, there is no verification. When you want it, you got to control yourself. Yeah, you know. that's the moral of this uh, story. Control yourself. You'll end up on a, on a, a long bus dog. ride back to New York. If you got to jerk one off and then ask yourself, is this, is this, this still is worth it? it? Should I really fly a girl all the way out here? Hell no. He was into importing. He could have just got something domestic. Right he should have got something domestic. domestic. Absolutely. Yeah, Keep it domestic. All right, this is the last one, and we get up out of here. A 17-year-old Bushwick kid was charged with making terroristic threats after endangering the life of a police officer with multiple firearms. Now, this sounds pretty reasonable in terms of terrorism charges. The kid had two guns and was waving them at a cop. Charge him. Except these were tiny, cutesy Japanese cartoons of guns, and the cop wasn't a real cop, but a little blue-hatted emoji cop. Basically, someone found it troublesome that the teenager was posting the cop emoji next to two gun emojis on his Facebook wall, which caused the informant and other New York City police officers to fear for their safety. For, for public safety and to suffer alarm and annoyance. So be careful what you do with those fire and dragon emojis. <laughs> Apparently cartoon violence is real violence at NYC now. So the cops arrested this kid? They did for making terroristic threats. On Facebook. For using emojis. For using emojis. I mean, cops feel threatened for less, so I'm not surprised they finally figured out how to make uh, As much shit as they do to people in real life. Yeah. 
They the wrong ones to be feeling threatened. He put by that on emojis. Facebook. I'm horrified. I'm scared. Call the police. So he didn't write like cops should die or nothing above nope, it. Just, just emojis. Just two cute emoji guns between like I think it was this this cop. Oh, let me see this picture. Well, this is a picture of the emojis. Just emojis. Oh, yeah, okay. but they, it was this one that he so used. So they had a little picture of a cop right. and then uh, the gun. Now I'm going to ask you, what do you think this kid was? We don't know. We don't have a picture, but based on the evidence I've presented. Yeah, man. Judge rules. That's tricky because, yeah, that seems so silly that it's like... Anybody could have done that. Well, I feel like if he was black, they would have just said F, F the police, F12. Yeah, because I feel like we don't play like We don't that. do emojis for the... We, yeah. we make it quite clear where we stand on police and NYPD, you know. Yeah, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Betty White. Gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be. I mean... Did yeah. they actually arrest him? They did. He was arrested for terroristic threats. Wow. So Interesting. You, now I understand why they arrested that kid for throwing a plastic bottle at, at, at Kyrie, mm. calling it a, a dangerous, deadly weapon. I, I, I'm not letting that go. Threats. <laughs> they, they think emojis are terroristic weapons, then that plastic bottle gotta be, you know, dangerous too. What the hell? Why not? See, I, I don't even know. Hope it was worth the likes, kid. I hope, <laughs> I hope you got over 50 likes for that. Shit. Oh, yeah, he did get those likes when he went to jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Walk a little slower. In the Wi-Fi in jail, you can't see all. how many likes you got. Man, the cops then deleted your post. You gotta watch what you say online, people. You they, can't. They don't. They don't have Wi-Fi in jail. Didn't Phil. they take the gun emoji off there? They, so they had like they the did. squirt gun emoji. Squirt gun emoji, yeah. Which so, I thought that was odd too, because they took the they took the gun off and said, you know, in lieu of gun violence, it's so high we don't want to have. And then you go, but there's a sword on here. Mm-hmm. Some people done lost their mom there's a bomb. they aren't there's to a swords, bomb emoji. bombs, planes, yeah. cars. Uh, the COVID emoji that you like. How you going to oh take the gun off there and then put the COVID emoji yeah. on there? Like, it ain't a cold-blooded killer. Yeah. Phil, you said something earlier. You're right. They don't have Wi-Fi in jail. They just have DSL, which is dick slinging long. So no. Whoa. <laughs> Why you know that? I don't know. Falls, bro. I watched a lot of Oz. That's how I found out. Uh, it's on Oz and the okay. Wire. Yeah. Yeah, they talk about that. That's so funny. You, you know what people don't remember about The Wire is that it was a spinoff of The Corner that they thought people wanted to actually watch Crackheads. Really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, man. It was a spinoff. What? I never heard of The Corner. Because at first The Corner was in Baltimore. And it was the bug, the dude bubs from The Wire was the star of The Corner. And then, yeah, it just, after a year, I think they realized, like, oh, this shit don't work. No one wants to watch Dope Fiends. And it's like, yeah, no one wants to watch Dope Fiends. Except Dope Fiends, but guess what Dope Fiends are busy doing? Being dope Smoking fiends. Crack. <laughs> and then they had some actual dope fiends on set, and they were, like, stealing cameras and shit. So it's like, yeah, man, you can't make they a show. They wanted it to be real. Yes, like, this is too realistic. Hey, man, where's the Panasonic? I know we left it right here. Remember what Dollar Street sold for $10? Yeah, see somebody running off. It's hilarious. But yeah, it was Is a that an extra show. or is that a criminal? No, no, <laughs> I think that's one of our actors. Right. But listen, y'all, this has been real, man. We uh, really digging this format, and we hope you guys are enjoying it. Phil and I got some things to take care of today, but did you like the episode? Are you feeling it? Are you feeling triggered by something Phil or I said? Well, what you need to do, you need to reach out to us on our social media, at Avery Mason Official or the, um, Instagram, the Avery Mason on uh, Twitter, and Phil is... 
I am. I am Phil Hunt on all social media, all yeah. platforms, OnlyFans, Venmo, all of it. I'm Ancestry.com. Just add us, right? Mention us and use the hashtag, but I D K T H O. But I don't know though, so we know you're talking about, so we know it's real. Um, we Ask us you. questions, advice. Okay. Send us questions on advice yeah. or anything else that you like us to discuss. Yeah. We're open to uh, open books. We're open to feedback. We like here. the ratchet. No, no judgment. No judgment. And uh, but yeah. yeah, you can leave us a voicemail too. If you how depending on how you listen to us. If you listen to us on Anchor FM, you go to our Anchor page and leave us a voicemail, and I'll play it on the air. And Phil and I will respond to the voicemail. Did you ever give away your switch? Well, we're still trying to get to 150 subscribers, baby. Ah, so it's so still it's still in the vault. There's a little bit of incentive for you guys. Thank you, you for giving away me. a Nintendo Switch. That's if right. we get 150 subscribers, he's gonna randomly can, select one of you guys to win a Switch. To win a Nintendo Switch, not it's, the Switches we were talking about. Our grandmothers whipping us. Ah, this hilarious! Is a Nintendo Switch, you know, it's a little yeah. video game and whatnot. That's right. Uh, you can get that, so be be up on it, man. Come on, subscribe, and join the Like, fun. share, comment. That's right. Uh, and, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll bring you more content, man. We'll see y'all next week. New episodes every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platforms. And we out! Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Avery Mason co-host of but i don't know though y'all enjoying the show i'm glad phil and i are gonna try a few new things coming up in the next episode phil thinks that you guys want to hear two hours of but i don't know though and i feel like one hour is just enough time when you're driving in the car so we're gonna play around with a long form but i don't know though episode and give you guys two episodes in one. What do you think about that? And also, because I want to put it on record, if we can get, but I don't know though, the podcast to 150 subscribers, well, I'm going to give one of our lucky listeners a Nintendo Switch. And not just any Nintendo Switch, it's a Nintendo Switch that I used to own. That's right. I bought it, I played it for probably three weeks, and that was it. It's been sitting inside of a protective case with a, you know, screen protector and these five games I bought, and it can be yours, but we need to get to 150 subscribers. So what I need all of the fans of this show, fans of Avery Mason, fans of Phil Hunt to do is I need you to subscribe to this podcast. I need you to follow me and Phil Hunt on our social media. You can follow Phil at I am Phil Hunt on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me, the Avery Mason on Twitter, Avery Mason official on Instagram. I need you to post something on one of our social media channels with the hashtag, but I don't know though, just so I know it's real. That way we know you're following and you're listening. Once we get to 150 subscribers, I'm going to pick one of you. I'm going to pack this Nintendo Switch up because it's really just sitting in the case. And I'm going to send it to you with all the games I bought for it. All right, so if you're down with that, then I got two words for you. Follow me. 
right now. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you soon on the next episode of But I Don't Know Though.